You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Welcome to episode 112 of the Disney Universe podcast, your destination for fun topics and discussions from everywhere in the Walt Disney Company, including Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, 20th Century Studios, and beyond. In this episode, Ryan will be giving a quick trip report on his recent trip to the Disneyland Resort. Also, Joey will be giving his highlights to Star Wars Celebration. If you're new to the show, welcome. We're happy you found us and hope you enjoy the show. You can interact with us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're also building up our YouTube channel called Disney Universe TV. And to our returning listeners, welcome back, friends. We're so happy to have you as part of our family. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon and become part of our crew. Just go to patreon.com backslash crew and select one of three tiers that best fits you. It'll get you exclusive content and swag. And before we get started, let us remind you that if you're headed to the parks or just like wearing great Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel clothing, check out our good friends at Neverland Trading. They have a great selection of shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and accessories that'll have you looking sharp wherever you're at. Just head to NeverlandTrading.com and use a promo code DVERSE at checkout. That's D-V-E-R-S-E for a nice discount. And also like to remind you to check out our good friends at Discord Peril. This is where music and Disney collide. Here's where you get limited uh, printed merch uh, with Disney and punk rock mashups from some of the greatest bands around. Just go to www.discord.com. That's D-I-Z-C-R-E. And find out what are the latest selection of what they got going on. And without further ado, here is episode 112 of the Disney Universe Podcast. Hey, I'm Ray Parker. I played Darth Maul, a Phantom Menace, and Solo, a Star Wars story, and G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes. And you're listening to Disney Universe Podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. To infinity and beyond! I'm Mary Parker, y'all! You are, without doubt, the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you have heard of me. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. That's the coldest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> and I'm Canadian. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. But great story. But yeah. Okay. Like you said, we got the band back together. We are back. Episode 112 of the Disney Universe podcast. Uh, we have exited a very busy time that we were counting down Star Wars Celebration. Uh, We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, th- I'm one of your co-hosts, Joey. Uh, free of the con crud that uh, seems to be going around. I did not hey, get you that. you didn't get it? Nice. No. But uh, yes. And uh, of course, with me are my co-hosts, the son of darkness himself, Ryan. What's up, man? Uh, you know, just the only one here with <laughs> hair right now. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I got face hair. So yeah, no, Alex's hair wins every time <laughs> except for right now. Because he doesn't have any, so oh, it's coming yeah. back. That's a nice. I just that's got a, a haircut lineup. on Friday. Yeah, it's a good lineup. 
And of course, there's our other co-host, our own personal big smooth, our our podcast Pooh Bear, lovable, huggable Pooh. Alex, what's up, man? How you doing? I got that Jiminy Cricket haircut. I saw Uh, him in the trailer and I said, give me the Jiminy. Dude, that's a top hat. That is a t-shirt right there. Give me the Jiminy. Yeah, the Jiminy. <laughs> that, that's actually really good for 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 bald guys. Yeah, I like the Jiminy look. Dude, I think I, we need to make a t-shirt. Yeah, I just with like a my... little sparkly head. No, it's not sparkly. You just paint. No, it but like, just like give him a sparkle, like <laughs> you know, like some pixie dust or something. Like, yeah, like shiny, shiny and fresh. Well, yeah. we'll we'll talk to our friends at a Neverland Trading or Discord about that. So yeah, but like I said, uh, we are back. We are post. Star Wars Celebration 2022, post uh, Ryan's Disneyland food trip. <laughs> and I didn't even eat that much this time. <laughs> could have fooled us. <laughs> but uh, and, no, and we are amidst the running amidst. of Obi-Wan. Yes. It we are is right a, in the thick of it. Uh, literally, right in the middle. And it's only been out for a week. It's sadly. only six episodes? There is only six episodes so far and I, yeah i heard i heard some rumors yeah. going around so but we'll, we'll we'll get a little bit on that in, uh, soon but we will be talking about uh the first three episodes also of obi-wan kenobi um we did plan on having a reaction show on youtube obi-wan shinobi i was re- more excited for the uh, title of it just as you guys know you know our our schedules are hitting busy time with between mm-hmm. work for myself and even getting into coaching high school football with then along with the podcast uh then alex busy time obviously summertime's always fun at the breweries and not but you know it's a busy time it's fest season too uh we'll be busy in a couple weeks here and ryan it's wedding season so sadly we we won't be doing a obi-wan shinobi but uh, we will be talking about uh we'll be breaking it down since there's six episodes so the first three here then we'll talk about the finale after the uh, second three uh, in an upcoming episode, but um, but before we get to some of the news, we got a few little news uh, tidbits. But how you guys been? It feels it feels like forever that <laughs> seen you guys or even talk to you guys. So uh, I'm exhausted. Life <laughs> life comes at you fast when you're having a good time, and um, you know it's uh, as you said, it's been a bit a busy run. I feel like we've been doing different things. I know. The span of uh, when we we have been unable to get together, I think all three of us were in Southern California at exactly different times. Ryan was down there for four or five days. I was down in L.A. the day he left until the day you drove down, and then you were there for a week. So Yeah, we even talked about trying to cross paths, and it just did not work out, but, you know. But That's uh, just the way it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to a little bit of downtime, just a little bit of downtime, at least in June. Uh, and then maybe a little bit more downtime in July as we uh, really ramp up savings for that big Disney World trip coming in September. Yeah, it's going to be here before you know it, and it's going to be very exciting. So July is when we get to make our reservations. So I'm nice for that. Awesome, and uh, I'll, I'll kind of give my reservations. I should say, yeah, <laughs> park reservations. Now I'm going to kind of usually we say what's coming up next episode at the end of each episode, but I'm going to kind of break that little rule this time and. Uh, because we have so much to talk about, uh, we actually kind of want to break down uh, the Rescue Rangers movie that recently came out on Disney Plus. So we'll probably do that next episode, along with a couple other things, and maybe even break down uh, the show, uh, which myself and Alex watched as kids. Uh, I don't know if Ryan has watched it or not, but 
Uh, it's on Disney Plus, so you got time to watch it if you if you got time. Yeah, I got Clone Wars <laughs> to watch and Rebels to understand what's happening in Obi Wan. So we'll, we'll we'll pick out a couple essential Chippendale yeah. Rescue Ranger classics. Yeah, absolutely. But so that'll be coming up uh, uh, next episode. But um, like I said, we we got a few uh, news uh, items coming up, and um, I guess the first one is. Uh, well, this one I'm just kind of throwing out on you guys, but Fantasmic is officially back at Disneyland <laughs> with some updated effects. Uh, one thing that uh, that really made me happy is they revamped the finale once again. The original uh, iteration of uh, Fantasmic had a great finale, had a crazy amount of fireworks and lasers shooting. Then when they updated it with a, the newer version, they kind of toned down the finale for some reason. And I'm like... The show was great. It was a great update, but the finale kind of sucked, in my opinion. So now they kind of revamped the finale again, um, added a little bit more uh, effects in some of the projections. And I don't know. I, I haven't watched too much of it. I, I've seen a lot of uh, obvious reasons, uh, Jack Sparrow clips, uh, but it looks great. Um, I don't know. What are you guys? Are you guys excited to see Fantasmic again? Or I'm always excited to see Fantasmic. Uh, it's a great show, although I... I... I was just in my head and I had heard some people saying like Fantasmic. It's like, you know, the ultimate night spectacular. I'm team world of color personally. I love Fantasmic. Yeah. And I think there are very different being that Fantasmic actually has characters involved. Um, but I don't know. Maybe when I see Fantasmic in Florida, hopefully if it's up and running by then, um, you know, I, there's something cool to be said for sitting on the rivers of America but there's also something cool to be said for having a seat. So yeah, and they have a beer man too. <laughs> so, the one in Florida? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I was like, hey, beer man. But the I one at Disneyland is way better. But what when about you, I was Ryan? in Disney World, there was uh, Fantasmic was not up, so I cannot comment on that. Yeah, no, I know it's not up now, but yeah. they just uh, almost everything like the Finding Nemo show. They just uh, dropped a date for that, and uh, you know, like the, their Hoopty Doo review. A lot of the things that have been gone over two years are starting to come back. I think Fantasmic's that last big one that hasn't gotten a date. So yeah, we shall see. I still got a couple months, and and I'm, of course, mainly crossing my fingers for Tron. Yeah, hopefully uh, Fantasmic will be in Florida for you. But uh, yeah. what about you, Ryan? How about the Fantasmic at Disneyland? Yeah, I'm super excited. We're gonna do the uh, Blue Bayou dining package with my my family. So there's my... no surf. <laughs> Apparently, I found out you can order lobster on the side. It's just not on the menu. Ah, upcharge. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. The the Blue Bayou prices kind of annoy me because they're charging more for a lot less. You know what? Yeah, bring that. Everywhere's charging more now, but yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, bring Blue Bayou the new came, menu and what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. They reopened yesterday. Um. So my favorite meal on Earth is the Blue Bayou Surf and Turf. They just they get it right every time. And it used to be. Uh, forty-eight dollars. You get, uh, like some veggies, potatoes, lobster, lobster tail, and like a filet mignon. And now it used to be forty-eight, and now it's fifty-two, and you get like just potatoes, and a small amount of veggies, and a and the uh steak with no lobster for extra four bucks. Oh, I thought you said it was gone, gone. So okay, yeah, oh, well, you. like the steaks there, but like the the surf. The turf is there, not the, the surf. surf. The turf is, <laughs> yeah, the surf surfed away. Um, so that was kind of annoying. Um, Fantasmic dining package there is $89 for the three-course meal. Used to be 75 
again, you get less now for an extra 15, but it's it's oh. a fun experience. Just yeah. kind of annoying, but it's just sign, life. Sign me up for dining packages, though. I mean, yeah. Especially the older, the older I get, the more I'm willing to pay for the convenience of a reserved <laughs> viewing area. Yeah. Yeah, and when you did that in the past uh, for Fantasmic, you would get a yeah, a little cushion, a seat cushion. I got so, mine right up there. And so, shout out to uh, one of my new friends, that one of the cast members, Frank. There, he was at a cast member preview of it, and they have brand new seat covers. I don't know if this was just for the CM event or if this is what they're doing, but the seat cover that you get was actually uh, what they got was just a bunch of scenes from Fantasmic all over, rather than just the stencil of the logo. Which oh, looked cool. really cool. It was like they put some effort to it. So that, that seems that seems pretty cool. So the, it's the little things, I guess, for the I think uh, mine has a dragon on it. Yeah, it had the, the dragon sitting yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Link, right? Okay. It's a smart sell for Disney. They they know how collectors are. And so if if you are a collector and you weren't really as inclined to get that reserve or pay for the dining, I mean, look at what's going on with popcorn buckets nowadays. People are gonna get it just to be able to have it. Yeah, absolutely. Myself included, maybe when I have it. We'll see. No, no plans to go, uh, but maybe that uh, California resident offer actually piqued my interest. Yeah, mine too. Especially yeah. since the magic again, you were just throwing news out here off off yeah. the the cuff. Ding, ding, ding. But yeah, magic, magic keys are gone. is sold out and gone. They're not selling it anymore. So if you're a magic key holder, and the only way to get one is uh, to just, uh, re- I mean, you're able to re up. When it's over, but that but yeah. you can't get any for as in the uh, foreseeable future. So, yeah, I think we're gonna go one tier down next time, like the six hundred dollar one. So, yeah, twelve hundred dollar one converted to Canadians a lot of money. <laughs> oh yeah, but um yeah, so that's kind of a bummer because I was kind of hoping to get down there, but uh we'll see. But yeah, but going back to Fantasmic, super excited the show's back. It's been gone too long, and but I'm, I'm glad it's here with the uh, the update. So. Um, very cool, very exciting. Um, I got one for you. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just going off the rails. F Mary Kill, Fantasmic <laughs> World of Color. Remember, dreams come true. Ooh. Kill World of Color. Boo. Mary Fireworks. F Fantasmic. Hmm. Because Fantasmic's like exciting. You get excited. Fireworks are like all romantic. You know There's really no wrong answer to this one because they're they're all classics. And of course, you had to throw out the most classic uh, fireworks show out there. And I'm a fan. Oh, yeah, of that's that's the one that yeah. I when I think Disneyland fireworks, I go straight to that one. What shows on yeah. now for fireworks? Mickey's Magical Mickey's. or something? No, it, it is the um, uh, Disneyland Forever. I believe the 60th oh, yeah, anniversary. Correct. Uh, fireworks. Um, well, I'm going to marry. Fantasmic, because I love Fantasmic. Um, oh man! Said so only because you said remember. I'm I'm gonna. This sounds weird. I'm gonna f remember and kill, kill roller color. color too. But but if you would <laughs> if you would have thrown any other fireworks show, I would I would I would have f roller color. <laughs> Hey, just just so you guys know, it's ten thirty at night. Yeah, <laughs> just we're recording late tonight, folks. See you so. after dark. See you after dark. D-U-A-D. Uh, Mary, remember F World of Color, kill Fantasmic. Um, yeah. I love Fantasmic. Like like you said, you you can't throw any of those out of bed. But yeah, may, maybe I'll uh 
fake Phantasmic's death and then have a secret family with Phantasmic as well. <laughs> and if so you're new to the show, we apologize, <laughs> but give us, give us some explanations. That's a great. And if one. you would like to join our uh, Patreon, <laughs> we, we got to think of a PG version of uh, FMK. What would we call it? <laughs> Hug. Kid. Now you know we'll do this later. <laughs> um, moving on to the next uh, news item, uh, we got the first real preview for what was once called Geppetto, but now has been renamed to Pinocchio. That's right. Uh, it was called Geppetto, wasn't it? Yeah, starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto, and I thought the teaser was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, I, I'm excited for this movie. I'm a big fan of Robert Zemeckis' films, and of course Tom Hanks. Um, and I actually looked up the cast. The cast in this movie is pretty great. Um, I should have pulled it up sooner, but as I'm doing that, uh, what are, what are you guys' initial thoughts uh, when you saw the trailer? Uh, I'll, I'll start with uh, the positive, uh, Alex. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't really move the needle for me. It was something I was excited to see. I, I'm pretty sure they say that's coming out on Disney Plus Day. Right? Uh, I believe so, September. Is that right now? Something something they recently released a trailer for says coming out on Disney Plus Day. Okay, yeah, September eighth. So Disney Plus Day is November. That's not that's something else. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Pinocchio is actually, I think it was one of my favorites growing up. You know how Disney would, uh, you know, release movies from the vault in the theaters. I remember specifically seeing Pinocchio and Peter Pan as a child in the theater. Yeah. but yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't see anything special in the trailer that made me want to see it more or less. Yeah, agreed, agreed. What about you, Ryan? Uh, I'm seeing Robert Downey Jr.'s in this movie. Uh, on Google? Not, not, don't look at Google. <laughs> yeah, no, he's in a different... Uh, no, wait. There's so many iterations of Pinocchio that have come out outside yeah. of Disney. So, okay. according well, to IMDb uh, that I'm, I'm looking at right now, Tom Hanks is Geppetto. Uh, Lorraine Bracco, who's a longtime actress, uh, she plays a, it looks like a new character, Sophia the Seagull, and you see the seagull in the trailer. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Jiminy Cricket. Um, I don't know how I feel about that one. I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but I just, I can't hear him as Geppetto. Or sorry, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, and he's actually a pretty good voice actor. I'm sure he'll, he'll I don't know, I think he'll do a good job. Um, we'll see, though. Uh, Luke Evans is the coachman, the one that takes all the kids to Pleasure Island. Uh, Honest, I love this casting right here. Honest John is being played by Keegan-Michael Key. Um, Honest John was the fox, right? The fox, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think that's just great casting. And Cynthia Erivo is the blue fairy. She looks familiar. I can't, I can't place where I've seen her in before. I think she, I want to say she might be a, like a Broadway actress, but I, I, I'm really not sure. And then there's just a uh, couple other, other people I'm not sure who have uh, playing in the roles. But Is there anyone playing Gideon? No. And uh, so Gideon, as we all know, is uh, Honest John's little sidekick. Um, the funny thing is because he didn't talk, but I think he was actually voiced by Mel Blanc, Mel Blanc who voiced all the original Looney Tunes characters. Because he had a quick little breathing scene or something weird like that, so mm-hmm. I think that's some trivia. But yeah, like you said, um, to to me, I hold Pinocchio in as high a regards as Mary Poppins. So I'm not, I'm I'm going to see it because you know I'm a fan of Zemeckis and Tom Hanks and stuff. But 
to to try to compare it to the live action is just it's not going to happen. So um, does it kind of cheapen it for you that they're not doing a theatrical release? I if you asked me like a year or two ago, I would have said yes. But just look at Mando, like that's that's high quality shit. <laughs> like it's no, really good. I'm not yeah. saying it's not going to be high quality, but you yeah. Know, Part, well, like, part I of been the worried. fun is going out to the theater to see, you know. I mean, isn't that isn't that in this movie? Let's go to the theater. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, <laughs> come on. No, I, um, no yes, I, I'll say yes, I know because I do love seeing movies in the theater, um, and I, I do also like the convenience of Disney Plus and these these streaming services, but to. I like what HBO personally. I like what HBO Max is doing, and you'll get you you can get the theatrical experience, but then you'll get it streamed to HBO Max right away. Yeah, so. no, and, and Peacock started to get some of those uh, quick to yeah from the theater too as well. I, I mean, I dig that. I, ultimately, they're trying to, in my opinion, uh, increase the value of what you're getting at home for presumably another price hike um, for for what everything's going to cost. Yeah. Um, I don't know. As somebody you know who likes to go to the theater and would have gone to see it to the theater, I don't know. I get. I I I, I don't like not having the option. And, and yeah, I, I think same that. can be said for some TV shows. You know, we've said in the past, like Game of Thrones or Mandalorian, would love to see those on a big screen. You know. Yeah, and I've been saying, and we'll get to it later. But Obi Wan is even more cinematic than yes. even. The Mandalorian, and that was one of the first words I, I thought when I was watching it. Yeah, so and we'll get to that soon, but yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, like it's like you said, it, it's not like Ryan will give me crap for saying this, but it's it's not on the Jungle Cruise level of anticipation or a, a Tron level of anticipation for me. So, like for me, I think I I'm more excited for Pinocchio than Lightyear. I think Lightyear yeah. would have been a cool straight to streaming. But again, I'd rather them all get their run in the theater and then come to stream. Yeah. Maybe I, quick, quicker, you know, like, like some of the other services are doing. But. Well, even something that was made specifically for Disney Plus, give it a week or two in the theater just to yeah. boost, you know. Or yeah, like a one week only. You can go see it. Like for those people who want to see it in the theater, you know. You can I even do a one that... night only, like those Fathom Events things you always see trailers for. I wonder how yeah. much that costs, like I, the I, studio to sh- like send out a movie to every to theater. distribute. Yeah, yeah, might not be I, worth it. I or think maybe, maybe my expectations are low because it's not getting a theatrical release. And maybe it's that not being a good said, movie. from what I've seen, it looks like it could have and you know what would have been a good theatrical release, especially compared, you know, to this point to all the other uh, live action remakes we've seen. Yeah, because it's hard to tell, like, because how do they decide what is a Walt Disney Studios production for a theatrical release? And because this was originally mentioned as a Disney Plus exclusive movie. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, where are they, where are they figuring those out? So I guess they also need stuff to just be on Disney Plus to have people subscribe. Yeah, you got to yeah. keep that anchor there. And, and being exclusive keep, gets people, you know, you know, they have to subscribe to get it. But. I, I am saying there are smarter people in 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 the offices than than here, and I think they learned a lot from how uh, Encanto was released because initially the marketing wasn't great for it in the theater, 
did but did decent when it was released uh in November and what was in the theater for about a month before they released it as a Christmas present to Disney Plus subscribers. Right. And then it blew up. Yeah, so. January it blew up. Well, and obviously a lot of that plays into the basically every day we're living in a different world. And you know, this yeah, this time last year is uh different than this time this year. So uh they've definitely changed their priorities through the the pandemic and we'll see what that means a year from now, three years from now, five years from now. Or two months from now. Well, or two months from now. Who knows? You really? never know. And uh I I, I quickly uh, briefly mentioned a little Tron joke and Ali brought that up because uh well the hottest movie right now that you guys have seen but I didn't see it because I was down at celebration is a uh, Maverick, the Top Gun sequel, and I still I can't wait to see this. But um, this this film was actually directed by Joseph Kaczynski, who was the uh, director of Tron Legacy, and you all know how I felt for the world of Tron. So uh, he recently gave he was working on part three. He mentioned this in an interview. I'm just going to briefly mention this because, like I said, I love Tron. It was actually going to be called Tron Ascension, and uh, so what he said. Uh, let me see. So he speculated that Disney chose to invest in its Marvel and Star Wars brands over a planned Tron sequel. Uh, at the time, they just purchased uh, Lucasfilm, and they were still new into Marvel, but building up, the, I think, still the first phase uh, by the time uh, Tron Legacy came out. But he said, they got so close, I really tried. I got close in 2015, and Disney pulled the plug on it, Chris, uh, he said about the sequel, and would have brought the digitalized you would have brought the virtual reality grid into the real world. And that's how Tron Legacy ended as uh, Korra, uh, played by Elizabeth Wilde, made it into the real world. So um, there's a lot of plans for that. And sadly, like I said, and this and this was this makes sense, too, because about the same time, uh, Disney also really dropped the ball with uh, John Carter, which is a great, great film. Um read I think they and and th this next film, Tomorrowland, it, it's up for debate. I personally love Tomorrowland. I know a lot of people don't like it, but so it looked like uh, Disney was really keeping their sci-fi, comic booky style movies, ending those and focusing on the Marvel, uh, MCU, and Star Wars. So, you know, we were so close to having Tron three, and there's still been other ideas. Uh, reports of one starring Jared Leto as a reboot, but nothing's really been greenlit, so I'm, I'm sure we'll hear something at D23, but uh, anytime I hear any Tron news, I'm just like, ugh. And like Ryan, before we record, you mentioned, especially with the riot opening up in Walt Disney World real soon, mm. so I mean, you would think, you know, people people want Tron. People, There is well, a fan base out there for it. And time aligns, I think, when they were building the first Tron coaster in uh, Shanghai, that was probably coming off the heels of uh, Tron Legacy. So yeah, they, and, you can tell there was definitely uh, ideas there to keep the franchise moving. Yeah, and there was an animated show on Disney XD called Tron Uprising, which was a almost a prequel, or it led in. I think it led into Tron Legacy, but it was a great it was a great animated cartoon, and it, it, you can actually see it on Disney Plus now. So if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's got Elijah Wood in it. Uh, Bruce Boxletter, who played Tron. Uh, Paul Rubens is in it. I mean, great voice cast. So definitely check it out. Um, hopefully we get some more Tron. But um, unless you guys have any any other things that have popped up, I think that's it for news. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm hungry. I want to hear about what Ryan ate. <laughs> I didn't eat that much. I didn't eat that much. Fooled us. Um, let's yeah, because we talk about Disneyland. Let's talk about it. So I went um, last month, middle of last, the I think the 16th of May. Uh, just a quick little trip. Stayed at the um, Joey Word Beast Day in June. Um, Anaheim Discovery Inn and Suites. Okay. Yeah, stayed there again, staying there again in July. It's really, it's super affordable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, if you have a family, like, I think in July, we're there for six nights, and I think it's, like, 800 bucks, so. It's not bad. What's the proximity to the park like? 15-minute walk. 20-minute walk there, 15-minute, 12 to 15 on the way back, because you can cut through the Grand Californian. But you can't cut through on the way there? No, you need a, like, a... Uh, yes, pass. Yeah, because the Paradise Pier cuts through, and they have to show their hotel key. Oh, to like go through the front door or something. Yeah, exactly. But on the way out, you're just coming from the park. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is a good walk. It's it's a little long at the end of the night. Um. But if you're there for five days and you're not doing full eight to eight a.m.s to midnights, then it's not it's not terrible. Um. But yeah. So go to the food. Um. Started off with a little Plaza Inn chicken lunch uh, when we got there. Ariel had never had Plaza Inn chicken. And she also only had fried chicken once in her life. So Wow. Because she doesn't like it. I was going to say, that's an American, but yeah, she's Canadian. so And she likes it. She really liked it, which is good. She's not like like chicken strips or chicken? Yeah, yeah. Just just fried chicken she's not a fan of. It's oily, I guess. And and then we went back to the hotel that night. We had... uh, Ordered some, or we got Naples, picked up Naples for the way back. Um, and then we ordered uh, um, Joe's Italian Ice. You guys have that? Oh, dude, so we ordered it every night. No, not yet. But my th- the first hotel I stayed at when I was down there was like down the street from there, but I just never made it there. Oh, dude, it's next time Uber eats it. It's, it's so, oh, you usually they have get a car it to you there. still cold? Yeah, yeah, Uber eats it, still ice cold, the ice cream. Still all ice creamy. So that's like shave ice with ice cream, right? Yeah, and there's like chunks of strawberry in that's there. Like what, uh, uh, what's the, the shave ice in Hawaii is like? I've never been to Hawaii. Yeah, I'm trying to... I think there's a little bit more to it, too, just slightly. Because every time I've driven by it, it, it is packed. Dude, I had to, we had to order four times one night because I kept declining it because they were so busy. We just had to keep <laughs> ordering until they accepted it. Wow. Um, and then the next morning we had uh we had our Plaza Inn. Oh, there's the music for you too. Um little Plaza Inn uh, breakfast with Mini. Um great deal, it's like forty bucks. If you go there at ten, fills you up for breakfast and lunch, so you can skip a meal if you're trying to save money for the trip. Um, um how was the character meal? Is that full on bag characters stopping yeah. at your table individually, or is it still not social yes, distance, sir. but are they kind of like running through it so you don't get individual time? They get nice and close. Okay. Yeah. So so it is uh, as it was before with the yeah, camera. Yeah, Chip, Chip got real close to the camera there. <laughs> I always remember that one being uh, one of the, the widest variety of characters you get. Yeah, so we got Daisy, Chip, uh, Dale, Pooh, Pluto, Tigger. And then if you want to wait in the line when you first... Get there to get your picture with Minnie, you can, but we skipped that because we wanted to eat. Um, but yeah. Um, and then after that, we had uh, the new uh, 
uh, World of Color, Popcorn, not World of Color, Main Street Electrical Parade, Parade Popcorn. So it's uh, like regular popcorn mixed with caramel corn, um, but it, colorful. Was it like raspberry, blueberry flavored or? Uh, no, just like regular kennel corn. Oh, just flavored. died. Yeah, just died. Um, turned your mouth blue. Uh, so it was pretty good. I'm more of a regular popcorn guy, and Ariel's more into the kettle corn. So kettle corn, kettle corn. I can't talk kettle English. corn. Kettle corn. Uh, at some point, I got uh, ice cream. I believe from Ghirardelli's. So a little tasty ice cream cone. Had then we went to um, Lamplight for some drinks and food. I got a mai tai, and we got the lobster nachos, which are always delicious. I've never they've never not been good. So we get it every trip. That's a true statement. Yeah. Uh, it was a little cold. So we got, uh, I threw my phone, but that's okay. Um, keep the show rolling. <laughs> we got some uh, um, clam chowder in the bread bowl, which is always delicious. That always hits too. Um, Ariel tries so the. So was uh, that at the DCA or at New Orleans Square? Uh, New Orleans Square. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to go through. I realize I eat a lot. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the last thing in my pictures is uh, Ariel got the on in Pixar Pier the blue and the yellow. I forget it's what lemonade. it's called. It's not. It's lemonade. No, it's like the is it the like soft the, serve. Yeah, like the blue slushy with the yellow lemon soft serve. Yeah, it's lemon. Oh, that's what it's called. It's, well, it's like from the soft serve spot, right? Right there. Yeah, on the, but there's yeah. like a name for the treat, but oh, I mean the the, the, the abominable snowman. Yeah, know. his hut. But I forget what the specific snack is. Oh, the, the actual drink drink. Okay. Yeah. So it, it you got it from it's lemon. That's the name of the spot. Oh, then yes. But the drink is, yeah, something different. Yeah, it is. I'm going to find it because it's going to bug me. <laughs> um, did you try any of the uh, food? Like, uh... It's just called, um, it's snow-capped lemon. Okay. Did you, so, uh, did you write anything that like? Oh, you you wrote a hyperspace, right? Or I mean, oh, yeah, any, hyper, yeah, hyperspace, uh, fun. Uh, it's I, I, it's my favorite version um, of Space Mountain. I think this will probably be one of the last times we get it. Um, but it, it will be gone July fourth, so I'm gonna miss it in next month. But I'll have regular space. Um, yeah, every uh, pirates down. I got to see the new New Orleans Square. It like I know it's different, but it felt the same. So I'm happy that they didn't like totally change it because they got they rid of the full... it, right. Yeah, they got rid of like the third tier. They got rid of stairs and like flattened it. Okay, that little yeah. place where the bootstrappers usually play. Yeah, that's just flat now. Yeah, and um, part of the house. The tree, yeah, the like the tree that you walk up is gone now. It's you can there. It's there's just like a couple little gates around it but it looks like they'll probably open that up this week no already so that's just flat yeah um, it's weird yeah the whole the whole tree's just gone and another news thing i forgot to mention but it's getting reported that it sounds like the princess and the frog overlay of splash mountain since we're in new orleans square is going to be completed by 2024 so again um, probably, i know it's kind of rumored by now but i know the actress uh yeah, she's I mean, like, oh, it should be there by 2024. And then everyone yeah. just jumped on 2024. So, like, I'm, I, it's coming, but we'll wait and see. 
Yeah, I'm sure we'll yeah, hear. I think what everyone's more concerned with is when they're going to shut it down to start doing that. You know, yeah. yeah. Are they going to? Are they going to give it the whole pomp and circumstance like they did for Tower of Terror? You know, one last ride. <coughs> I would think so. I I don't think they will. Being oh, that okay. for for the reason they are changing it, you That's can't true. really give a pomp and circumstance. Um, that being said, I think they will be indirect in you know, giving people a, a copious amount of time to say, Hey, this is when it's going to go down. Now's your chance. I can see like new year's, like December, them closing it down. Yeah. I mean, they usually do big closures like that after Jan, you know, January. Oh yeah. Maybe we give it like, one last Christmas season. Do like a fun Christmas overlay. <laughs> I guess the question is how long do you think being that, that, you know, the ride base is going to stay the same. I mean, it only takes them two weeks to put up Haunted Mansion Holiday. So I'm like, in theory, they could probably wrap it. I mean, once they've imagineered it and have the plans, three months, maybe four, if that. I can, yeah, say, I can say two years. I don't think it's going to take that long. Because I think they're, they're redoing they're not the whole changing outside. The ride. They're doing like the exteriors changing and from I, concept art. Yeah, that won't take too long because... Yeah. That don't that won't take. I'm sure they're working already on the new animatronics and a lot of that stuff as we speak. Um, the the biggest part's going to be the exterior, but I mean that that could still take nine I mean, months to a year alone for that. Just that. There's there's a chance they could wait all the way through 2023 and close it in January 2024, and it would probably be open for summer by Memorial Day. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, the whole like the whole outside looks completely different. Yeah, but you know it's all still blue sky and concept art at this point. That's true. Um, I wonder if at D twenty three we're gonna get a full like them tell us that like Critter Country is just New Orleans Square now. I'm sure because they'll say what's happening in Florida. Because I mean, Splash Mountain there is in Frontierland, so it's like where's that where's that going to tie into Frontierland? Yeah, I so. just they should just close Pooh and make that a, a Nightmare Before Christmas ride. Honestly, just like a quick little dark ride and just make it all New Orleans Square. I think they'll I, I keep mean, it. I just hope Hungry Bear turns into Tiana's place. I love the Hungry Bear. I love what they got going on there. But, you know, for the whole continuity thing, it seems to make the most sense. And they can do some really cool stuff with that location. What uh, food would be different at, like, Tiana's place, like, versus Blue Bayou? Because isn't Blue Bayou, like, New Orleans kind of well, fine dining? I mean, they have Blue Bayou. Um, French Market. French Market and Cafe, Cafe Orleans. Orleans are all kind of serving, you know, New Orleans-style food. So, okay, I don't know. Maybe they just do a bigger beignet stop because they're already serving funnel cakes there. Yeah. And then and maybe do, like, New Orleans-inspired burgers. You know? I, I was going to say more like uh, even, like, New Orleans desserts, um, quick service. You do it, and do a sausage, uh, uh, corn dog. You know, all very, sim- very similar to what I think Jazz Kitchen Expresses would yeah. be great. At sorry, yeah. I'm gonna forget. Going back to my trip real quick, I finally had the Jazz Kitchen beignets. Those are way better than New Orleans Square. <laughs> They're so much better. That's what I'm saying. I presume as well. Probably not by much, but. Uh, I honestly don't remember the price. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were really good. It was like a 20 minute wait, but it was worth it. Yeah. I, I yeah. and I, I enjoy the beignets at that, you know, the Mickey beignets, but it's like that that's the the 
pleasant thing about them. They're just minky shaped. There's nothing special about them. Even the holiday ones. And I would still have. Cook. Yeah, I would <laughs> rather have the regular ones at Jazz Kitchen any day. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm looking forward to trying the beignets with alcohol in them in New Orleans. Those are good <laughs> with the infused ones. You had those? No, I. Oh. There was uh, the resort was closed when I was there, but I was. That's I right. Watched some videos before. <laughs> yeah. Good. Are you staying there, Alex? Or are you just going to check it out? Well, yeah, we'll. Uh, I mean, at some point, I, I, I'm going to go check it out. We are not staying there. Nice. Um, obviously, I have a lot of things I want to do in my head, so we'll see what actually materializes, but. I, I love all the different resorts. Like I think uh, on our non one non park day off, we'll probably try and hit as many resorts as we can. I'm excited for your trip report. It's going to be like a three part series. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, of fun. course, we'll have the pre trip. I, as I've said many times, I'm going to do a bunch of stuff while I'm there. And then the idea for the, uh, the post is uh, old, old school family slideshow. <laughs> nice. Click, click, you know, in the background. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll pull it up here on YouTube. You know, we'll do do uh, slide the pictures by and talk about them. It's going to be a blast. Oh, it's going to be like that part on the on the road again from the old. Everyone's getting Christmas presents from Disney World. <laughs> Woo! Nice. Um, anything else about your trip you want to mention that? I mean, not just food wise, but anything that you enjoyed or really stuck out or. Oh, yes. I guess I'm the first one to use Genie Plus. Yeah, tell us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tell us about it. Um, that's it's a game changer. It's like it's it, it's really good. I I will probably never unless we end up moving there and we're just going for uh, an evening. I don't see myself like going and not using it. Like I think I waited. My eyes are watering. Um, I'm just so happy about my food. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we waited like max 15 minutes, like okay. the whole trip. Besides uh rise, we could have paid for rise, but. We just eaten and we didn't want to go on anything right away, so like let's stand here for an hour. So, so did you use the free one or did you use the paid one? We used the paid twenty dollars a day one, but okay. yeah, it, it's great. Like nothing ran out that we wanted to like use, or we were like, oh, we could use that. But and did it still include like photo pass or? Like... I don't think I'm not sure. We're not photo people, so I didn't even check. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, I should have done I it for the show. I believe it includes photo pass because the, the Max Pass so. did. Yeah. yeah, that's why. That's why I was asking. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that was actually my question: is how is it different from Max Pass? It's the same. So here's one big thing: I'm pretty sure it's different. You can only ride a ride on Genie Plus once. Oh yeah, that's true. But I, 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 I think Max that's Pass, kind of a bummer. It's not. So I would suggest for anyone that's going to use it, if you're going to rope drop, do all the big rides in the morning. You'll wait like maybe. 20 minutes, half an hour, like between 8 and 10.30 when everyone's getting there. Um, and then start using it because you're, if you're going to ride like hyperspace, you're probably not going to want to ride it like right away again. That's just how I roll. But you're going to want to go do something else. And there's so much to do on the Max, like the Genie Plus, like just hopping around the park that like you run out of time. I guess I, I, and I, I don't need to ride everything twice. I can wait in line for it once or the things I'm thinking about are like the end of the night when like the lines are short in a certain area, in which case you could just jump in line anyway. Or like I get that they want to have uh, return times for, you know, more people over the course of the day. But some of those rides like, I don't know, I'm thinking Disney World in my head, but like Disneyland, like. I don't know, I guess two towns close. I'm trying to think of something that would like generally (laughs) 
not be that busy towards the end of the day and there would still be mansion yeah i mean i i guess i i feel that like maybe at eight o'clock or nine o'clock they should reopen it to everybody and say like hey if you have genie plus yeah. and there's still reservations available you can go and ride it again or get back i'm in sure it. if like it was dead and you got a reservation for something else and you went to the cast members but like hey can i ride this i'm sure they're not <laughs> going to turn you away like if it's dead and it's not too busy, um, but I understand. I would, I would agree with you for like the same ride twice. If I was at Disney World at like just Magic Kingdom for the day, because there's yeah. far less to do there than at Disneyland. Um, in my opinion, as far as rides go, um, like the amount of rides. So, did you? I know you said you're not really a picture people, but I believe it has like AR kind of like Snapchat filters. Did you check out any of those? Uh. Like on I, the app, yeah, I think it, that it, kicked in after he was there. Oh, okay. I, oh, I, I haven't even I, heard about that. I know Disney World has a bunch of them. I'm pretty sure Disneyland has them too, though. Disneyland, I know Galaxy's Edge added a few the week of celebration when they okay. did. Yeah, because they announced like, "Hey, not available now." Like when they announced, "Hey, forgot to add this in the news," but Boba Fett and Fennec Shan oh, yeah. are in Galaxy's Edge, yeah, but they cool. added Snapchat filters hmm. uh, from Galaxy's Edge. That's pretty and cool. then they're exclusive if you have Genie Plus. Yeah. It's another oh. perk of purchasing. They're probably and, just the ones from Snapchat. Yeah. And, and real quick, too, uh, is it $20 a day or for your... A, a day per person. Oh, okay. It was $40 a day for Ariel and I. In July, we were doing the math. It's, it's going to be an extra $500 for our trip for the week for four of us. Mm-hmm. Dang! So it's, it's a little expensive, but... Time is money. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, yeah. Like, is, I, we also, well, also, I, I had a lot of problems with my pass on the trip. So it's like, I don't know if we want to talk about it on the show. We can talk about that later. <laughs> um, but since I was having problems getting in each morning, um, we decided to like sleep in a few days because we didn't feel the pressure to rope drop because we had Genie Plus. So we could last longer through the day if we get that couple more hours of sleep. Are you able to make reservations from your hotel? Uh, okay, I tried from the airport, and I couldn't do it. It said I was too far away. Oh, but the hotel? <laughs> uh, I didn't know because you have to be in the park to buy it, I think. No, I didn't try. I tried for Star Wars the day we left, and it said I was too far away. But I was also in Canada, so that could have something to do with yeah. it. Well, we're, we're wondering about the hotel. <laughs> yeah. I think you'll be fine if you're... Like, because you'll be on on property. Well, because I'm pretty sure you can purchase it starting at midnight for that day. For World? Uh, no, for Disneyland. I thought I don't know. I Disney World actually, at least until June 8th, they sell it attached to your reservation. So uh, you know, I I couldn't buy because I was trying. We were trying to get Galaxy's Edge or not Gal- um Rise of the Resistance, uh, Genie Plus before we got on the flight, so we could just do that when we got there, but it wouldn't let us. Um, and you didn't you, you didn't do the uh, individual lightning lane for that at all? No. Did you do any like for uh, web slingers or cars or no. anything? Well, no, we I didn't uh, didn't ride cars this trip because um that's my sibling's favorite trip, so we just assume we'll be there most of July. So we're like, ah, oh, it's okay. Um, we just waited in line for rise. It was like forty five minutes. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. If it says an hour, it's forty five. Just to let you know, guys, like listeners know. 
Cool. And and I got one more question about Genie Plus is uh did so supposedly you're supposed to get like recommendations or suggestions like hey this area is oh it's stupid. We were like in um because everybody's getting those notifications. We were in Pixar right? Pier, and it's like hey you should head over to it's a small world and ride this in like 15 minutes. I'm like. That it takes longer than fifteen minutes yeah. to get there, so we tried it just the first day, or no, the second day when we started off in DCA. Yeah, and we were like walking from Incredicoaster to Lamplight, and I'm like, yeah, you should head over to the Small World right now. The line's only like twenty minutes, <laughs> and like, and it knows we have a reservation in like fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I'll look forward to checking that one of these days. So. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have a lot of time in July, so I'll play around with it. Right on. A- anything else you'd like to add, or? Um, I don't think so. Naples, best pizza in the world. I the quick service or the <coughs> sit down. I'm <coughs> oh, sorry, excuse me, sorry. It's delicious. Make sure you guys eat there. Uh oh, I went to um, Boardwalk Pizza Pasta. I don't think I'd been there since I was a kid, and that just reopened. Did they have uh, that barbecue menu when you were there? Or no, that's that so, garden grill. But. Yeah, I was oh, I, I was just starting uh fresh baked video before we started uh recording. So but that looks good. I'll be going there in July for show. <laughs> for show. <laughs> that looks so good. So again, uh shout out uh so okay, uh, I guess I'll continue before I get to celebration. Uh, yeah. I was able to get to Disneyland for a, a later half of a day, uh which was cool as unexpected. Uh didn't really ride anything, don't except the monorail uh, in Disneyland. Uh, went through some of the stores. Uh, I had that electric parade brownie from Jolly Holiday, oh, good. I which was delicious. Um, but we did ride uh, Credit Coaster and uh, Grizzly River Run at eight thirty at night because why not? Uh, but my friends that that I was with, uh, they ate at the the Garden Grill or Boardwalk. One of those, and he had the, the barbecue, and yeah, he had, and he had the barbecue Sorry. chicken with a mac, and said it was delicious. Nice. Um, I was craving a corn dog from Corn Dog Castle, so I went there because I, I needed my corn dog. Um, nice. But yeah, I didn't do too much. We're there, you know. Like I said about four thirty, five o'clock in the evening to almost close, and but just being in the parks was was awesome. So, I have a quick pro tip: if you're wanting to watch Main Street Electrical Parade and you want to eat at the same time. Head over to Jolly Holiday, like 15, 20 minutes before the show, and everyone that's sitting and eating gets up to go stand on Main Street to watch the show, and then you can take their seat and sit and have a snack and watch the parade. Yeah, I used to do that when I was a kid, back in the 80s yeah. and 90s. Well, I wasn't even alive. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a good uh, yeah. tip that... It's a great place to see it, especially if you've seen the parade before. You just enjoy the music. and Yeah, yeah we did when... it like three nights. Like, I think every night we did it. What did you think got... of the parade? Oh, loved it. It was great. I missed the big American flag at the end, but that's okay. Uh, the the main the, it's a small world. It's a nice little touch at the end. It was cute. It looks cool. Um, but yeah, it was the same parade, same music. Ten out of ten. Um, happy I didn't do the uh, Plaza Inn dining package because I went to go check out what the food looked like. It did not look good. The Mac looked hmm. like wet, and the vegetables were like browning, and it just it looked like they like made them three hours ago to just hand out um yeah didn't look good <laughs> i like wet mac cheese <laughs> but never no. mind like no cheese right. like, it was like it was like 
there was no like cheese it was like water hmm yeah i was gonna ask someone if how it was but which is crazy because you get mac and cheese anywhere else on the property and it's delicious i don't really like disney's mac Uh, canadian mac and cheese is really good it's like real good so i don't really like american mac and cheese they put maple syrup in it or something or no it's just like our our kd is like a lot different than yours i'll send you guys some boxes your what our our craft dinner Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like a lot better. Like it, it you can taste the cheese. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's real good. Well, right on. Well, I look forward to your trip in July and uh, yeah. see what new foods you guys will be eating. Then. Yeah, I think that'll be a more traditional, <laughs> like, kind of just first timer trip because my siblings haven't been since they were like, like, uh, the year like, um, when they were doing the uh, like if you volunteered somewhere. For like a day, you got a ticket. Yeah, they give a been... day. You give a day, you get a day. Yeah, what was yeah. that summer called? I think it was a vo- just a volunteer summer. Yeah, but it's like that theme with the Muppets. Yeah, I forget, but that was the last time they were there, so it's going to be kind of like a re- first trip for them. So I'll just kind of be following them and letting them do whatever they want. So it's been at least twelve years because I, I remember yeah. it, was, it was a year because that was the first year I went to Florida was in twenty ten. So. Yeah, I think that was the last time they were there. 2010 sounds about right. So cool. All right on. Look forward to seeing that. Yeah, but I think your trip was a little bit more fun than my trip. <laughs> it was a little more exciting. Yeah, there there was a lot going on. Uh as you guys if you haven't listened to the show over the last couple months. We like Star uh, Wars. We do like Star Wars, <laughs> all of us. And uh I did get to go to Star Wars Celebration and uh it was a blast as always. Um kicked off uh i'm not really going to do any of the big like breaking news because it's already been a week and if you like star wars you know what's going on uh i'm I'm just going to kind of mention some of my favorite highlights uh you guys being fans what you guys are excited uh, for too from some of the announcements or what you saw um but this actually started the night before celebration i went over to the bunta eve classic uh uh uh, get together uh that our good friends, Rich and Sarah uh, from Skywalker the Neverland, uh, they were part of it. Um, I wasn't able to do the whole event because it was bonkers crazy. Um, I was in there able to get my book that Richard wrote, which is amazing. Uh, I got it right over here. Um, they had a great turnout, sold a lot of copies. Uh, still for sale on Amazon. Check it out. Uh, I highly recommend it if you love Star Wars, and it's only uh, volume one. Uh, but I also met... Uh, uh, Dominic Pace there. He was one of the guests and he's a he's an actor. He's one of the a ba- he's an alien in the first season of The Mandalorian. And um, very cool dude. He does a lot of cons. Uh, but it was cool because usually at these things, you, you know, you get a picture of somebody and like, oh yeah, that'll be $40. He's like, no, nah, here, you know, how am I, you know, he had somebody take it for him. But it was cool because he was selling a bunch of geeky tikis. Oh, cool. And, uh, and the reason why, because these particular uh, Geeky Tikis had uh, characters from all over season one of The Mandalorian. And this was the only piece of merchandise that had his character on it. So he hooked up with Brandon, a good friend of ours uh, from Geeky Tikis, being like creative, and ho- hooked him up with a bunch of mugs to sell and, and sign. And very cool. And now uh, he he's actually Marvel's coming out with a Mandalorian comic, which is featuring his character. So he's really excited about that. Might be talking to him on the uh, Mando show. Might add it to this show, but um, it was a really cool event. But like I said, I wasn't able to stay too long because there was just so much going on. Um, sadly, 
Uh, I will start with a, the big negative, though, um, of, of Celebration. And we kind of experienced this in Chicago, but it was the reservation system that they've got going on. Um, this thing's a joke. It's sad because they, they say it's a lottery. It's kind of like just random. But it's weird because so many people, uh, and I'll be selfish, but like myself, uh, applied for every single thing, every panel, and even Funko and the Loungefly got nothing. But then there's also people that apply and they got everything. So it's like, where's where's the fairness in in that? You know, we we did get like some good panels though in Chicago, and yeah. there's a lot of people that did it. There's, I I think it's a lottery, but it's just it's just shitty. Yeah, no, no, I I agree, and it's like. You, you, they should. They could. I. I understand because not everybody is going to be the ones that camp out for the panels. I happen to be one of those that would camp out. So, yeah. and the, the people that don't camp out, they're like, it's not fair that you got to get there at two o'clock in the morning to get. So I see it, but I think it's still got to be a little bit more fair. Maybe you apply for you do what you, your priorities and kind of open up. I don't know. It, it's a it's up for discussion because I know they do this at D23 also. So they have lines you can camp out for and a lottery for the same panel? Uh, they, they're trying to... They, they got standby lines, right. but it, it's very rare that you get into the, some of the main stuff. So they're trying to get rid of the camping out by using the lottery. Sort of. Yeah. Why are they trying to get rid of the camping out? Isn't that like half the fun? Like I never got to experience that in Chicago, it, to, but to it, me it was I was looking the, forward to it. Yeah, to me, it's been part of the fun experience at D23 and Celebration. Um, like, I always I always go back to my first Celebration was the 2015 one. And I land in Anaheim, uh, super shuttle to my hotel, dropped my stuff off, and then went straight straight to the camping out <laughs> for Celebration. And I got there about 1030 at night, and it was already full. I missed the J.J. Abrams pizza delivery, but, you know, and but... Two o'clock. One of the things I always remember is like two o'clock in the morning, the night before the kickoff. Uh, you hear rumblings going through the crowd, and it wound up being James Arnold Taylor, who's the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi on the Clone Wars. Two o'clock in the morning, going through the crowd, just taking pictures with people and saying hi, and just excited. And I'm like, you know, that's so awesome. Just the anticipation of the Force Awakens panel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the only the reason why I'm, I was so kind of like butthurt because uh, the first one was the uh, Lucasfilm panel. And once I heard that John Williams was there, I'm like, ah. and Harrison Ford. Yeah. And, and for those, and this was the only panel that wasn't streamed at also, even on the stage on the floor, which that's where I went to go watch it. And they're like, Oh yeah, this is the only panel that's going to be there. So once that I was, found, go ahead. Was that the one where they showed the, the teaser for Mandalorian that they didn't show <laughs> online? They showed a 30-second teaser, but then they showed a longer one in the Mandalorian panel that wasn't online also. Were you at that one? I wasn't at any. No, actually, scratch that. Uh, our good friends, Amber and Jade, who are on the show, yeah. uh, actually got me into the Bad Batch panel. Nice. And oh, cool. you guys know my, my opinions on the first season of Bad Batch. It's no secret. I, I wasn't as fond of it as a lot of fans were, but I am... Super damn excited for season two from everything they showed, and it looks really good. Yeah, I can't. I'm actually really looking forward to this and having D. Bradley Baker on stage talking as all the clones, yeah. answering questions as Wrecker, as Hunter, you know, was super cool. Him and the girl who plays uh, 
Omega. I saw a couple bits with her. She seems really cool, you know. Yeah. Super new to the whole the fandom and the con situation. Yeah, and I haven't posted it yet, but I actually have video of them reading uh, a scene from the show. Nice. And which was awesome because they talked about because if you don't know, D. Bradley Baker does the voice for all the clones uh, from Clone Wars and Bad Batch. And so the director's like, all right, so do you want to read Hunter's lines first, then read Wrecker's lines, then read, you know, Crosshairs? And he's like, no, I'll just go down the go down the script. And he did that live going between between the Bad Batch. So um, very cool. So thank you, Amber and Jade, for letting me get into that. Got a cool poster. And uh, but that was the only one I got into on Sunday. But um, yeah, w- once I heard. So the Lucasfilm, that's where they showed the Willow trailer coming out to Disney Plus, which looks amazing i cannot wait for that show um the andor trailer finally an actual trailer for this show i'm excited for that also so stellan sarsgaard yeah uh, thor exactly Uh, and he's got pants on so (laughs) and it's a 12 episode season which either i mean i'm 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 excited for more star wars always um I guess on one hand, you could wonder if some of those episodes are going to be duds. Um, on the other hand, you can just be stoked that there's going to be 12 episodes. Yeah, and, and the showrunner actually announced, too, that they are working on season two, which is also having 12 episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. Of course, again, uh, Cassian Andor, we know where his timeline stops already. So, yeah, obviously, it's going to be a lot of prequel. And I mean, what? we're still working in that timeline in between episode three and episode four. So yeah, uh, that'll be cool. I think there's you know, Obi-Wan and there's a lot of stuff in that timeline. And then of course, Mandalorian is between episode six and seven. Yeah. We get um, a so lot. They, of, they've got a lot of space in between the trilogies where they can come yeah, in. And we get a lot of Mon Mothma in Andor more than I thought. I mean, so I'm excited for her character. I mean, just, and it's the same actress who started off in the Revenge of the Sith deleted scenes, didn't even make it to the movie, but then she made it to Rogue One. She voiced the character in Rebels, and now she's going to have a prominent part in, in this season. So excited for that. Um, they also announced a brand new show with uh, John Watts, the director, writer of Spider-Man, uh, called Skeleton Key. Um, crew. Crew. Skeleton Crew. Thank you. I was thinking of the, the show on Netflix so for That's whatever reason. Uh, starring Jude Law, so not too much information about it other than it's you know there's it's I know a lot of people were calling it the uh, Star Wars version of Stranger Things and Goonies. It's going to be more of a younger cast. Is it live action? Yeah. Oh, perfect. So, um, but like I said, uh, once I heard John Williams was there, I mean he played the theme for uh, Obi Wan. He and when they announced that show, then he started playing. He's like, well, and I only I only saw a video. He's like. Here's another song. It's not a Star Wars, but you guys might recognize it. And there's a Raiders March. Played it for about 30 seconds, and Harrison Ford comes out. I'm <laughs> just like, oh my gosh. So he's but, doing the music for that too, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. The seeing the choir do uh, Duel of the Fates would yeah. be pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and with the light, red light in the fog and everything. So. Um, so again, I didn't get into that panel, but I was at the st- the live stage. So the first group that was out there was actually Warwick Davis, Jolene Wally, who plays Sorsha and Willow, and John Kasdan, Lawrence Kasdan's son. Uh, he's the writer of the show. 
Uh, he also co-wrote with his father uh, solo and Jumanji welcome to the jungle. I mean, he's, he's a good, a, a pretty big writer himself. So being that he's in a part of the movie, um, I was surprised that she's back reprising her role because when they showed that thing for Disney plus day, the little snippet for Willow, it was Warwick Davis and the young cast that is in it. And so when you see her in the trailer as Sorsha, you know, I'm like, that is so awesome. Um, obviously Val Kilmer due to his health reasons, isn't in the movie or the show. I'm sorry. But they mentioned that like, we're, we're, we're not going to recast Mad Mart again. Oh, there's only one and that's Val Kilmer, but his character has a big part in the show. So that's, and, and I guess, so, and he used to be married to, uh, Jolie and Wally. And if I'm ruining her name, I apologize. But she even said, that I talked to him just yesterday and he's excited for the show and, and everything. So I got video and photos of that. I saw Yon, Jonas Sutomo uh, Chewbacca up on that stage. I spent a lot of time there because that's where they bring in a lot of the guests. I barely missed Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. I was on the show floor. I see people running and like this is a bad example, especially of recent events, but people were running like there was a tragedy happened, like, you know, like something happened. And I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, you and he are on the stage right now. So people are literally running through the show. By the time I got there, they were gone. Uh, so. yeah, I, I saw that clip on the live stream and saw the people running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, that happened later on in the weekend where uh, Pedro Pascal came out. Luckily, I, I made that and got some good pictures of him on stage. But um, but he, so the people that got into this uh, Lucasfilm panel were given a gold bracelet. And at the end of that, they told him, hey, so you guys are given a bracelet. And so what that is, is we invite you to come back tonight to watch the world premiere of Obi-Wan Kenobi with us on a Thursday evening before it was going to premiere at midnight. And so I'm not going to say who it was, but I had a good friend uh, that uh, Ryan also met in Chicago uh, when we were there. And he was able to get me minions. Yes. Good guy. (laughs) I like that guy. Yeah. So uh, he was able to get me uh, a couple extra bracelets. And because I'm not going to say the story, but he he basically got me into the world premiere of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was awesome. So I hooked up with one of our uh, DU crew members and friend uh, that that I met at uh, uh, Celebration in Chicago, uh, John. And he'll be getting a lot of shout outs uh, from me uh, over this show and even Fresh Hops. Uh, but we met up and we're, we went to head there together and met up with uh, our, our, our good buddy there. But it was literally a red carpet. Uh, they had the carpet out there. They had the costumes of the Inquisitors, um, Obi-Wan's costume. They had the Nissans out there, the press. They're giving out popcorn and soda. Uh, awesome. We get it. Yeah, we get into the theater. They're passing out Frosted Flakes with Obi-Wan and Darth Vader on the cover and Pringles and everything. And then I notice, you know, the closer we get, I notice, I'm like, hey, that's Bonnie Peace. Uh, she plays the young Baru. She was only like 20 feet in front of us. And then... I forget her name, but she played uh, Tala in uh, part three, the one that was like the Imperial officer, but that helped him. In oh, the episode three of the of Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Oh, right. Yeah, she was in Game of Thrones, too. Yeah, so she was right behind her. So I was like, oh my God, that, you know, so the, you know, then we find out some of the crew is in front of us where we're sitting. And um, then 
then I see O'Shea Jackson Jr., which is awesome. Ice Cube's son, 40 feet in front of us. He he hasn't been shown yet as of uh, episode one and one through three. But then the closer we get, then you hear this loud crowd and just this cheer. And Hayden is walking towards us and sits right next to O'Shea. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I think I text you guys. I'm like, I'm 40 feet from That's so cool. Hayden. So, yeah, that, that was super awesome. Then Rupert Friend, who played the Grand Inquisitor. I didn't know that was him, but he was right there, too. So uh, Ewan McGregor, Deborah Chow announced the movie or the show. Seeing, seeing the first two episodes on a big screen, we're going to talk about it. But, like, I, I've mentioned it when I saw the trailer. I'm mentioning it now. I want to mention this show is so it, – it is a movie. It, it is so cinematic. As much as I love – uh, the Mandalorian, and I really enjoy Book of Boba Fett. It's like they, the, the level, the the bar has been extended from this show cinematically, uh, especially wise. for chase scenes in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it 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 is it was so cool seeing it. Then of course after after the um the shows, then they brought the entire cast on, except Kumal Nanjai wasn't there. Uh, Moses Ingram wasn't there at the time. She she showed up later. And uh, I can't think of somebody else right now. Was, but was Ice Cube there? No, and I know there's a mistake of him being on like Wikipedia. Yeah, we were. Or, I was I talking about that with you, or was was that a group talk? That was in our group chat, I think. Chat? Yeah, okay. but no, yeah, somebody accidentally put him as a cast member. But... So, he, so he's not okay because we were trying to figure it out, right? Or did we figure it out? I forget. No, I think we. Assu- I, I assumed it was a, a misprint because. His son is in it, and I think, yeah, whoever was doing that on Google just stupid. Yeah, put stupid. Yeah, yeah, and got our hopes up. Yeah, that today was gonna be a good day. And that was <laughs> far, far away. Nice. Yeah. Sadly, there's been a lot of stupidity in the Star Wars community right now, but I won't get into it. But so that was definitely the big highlight, though, was seeing the world premiere of Obi Wan Kenobi. Got two posters because i went and grabbed one then i went to the other side and grabbed another one my man and uh but i love i loved it um is the poster that shot with uh uh darth vader standing on the the edge of the cliff no no it's the one where it's like you can see obi-wan through vader's armpit right kind of yeah yeah, you see his silhouette. He's got his robe out, so he's got the lightsaber, kind of like a western. You know, where he's got the pistols, and then yeah, you, uh, you see Vader's hand out with a, a lightsaber ignited. So so cool. So that was definitely the highlight. Um, the the showroom was great. Uh, one of my favorite panels was actually uh, 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 Skywalking's. They did uh, Generations through Fandom. It was a great panel. The cosplay was amazing. Uh, as as usual, as per usual, um, like I said, one of my favorite parts too was of the of being at the live stage. So I saw uh, the cast of Willow. I saw the guy that runs Funko. He was he was pretty cool. Um, were were you there the, for that Anthony Daniels interview? No, you, you, I I I want to ask you about that uh, in a few because uh, you you're like, oh, it's getting chippy up there. Uh, so I, I want to ask you about that. But um, so at the stage. Uh, then the Galaxy's Edge, when they had uh, showed off the new Legacy lightsabers and the Cantono, the the safety Cantono yeah. from the Mandalorian, cannot wait to get that. It's, and apparently that went on sale like that that night at the Star Wars. Uh, after I think after, they had them at Doc Andars. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
So that was cool. Uh, saw Tamora Morrison on stage, and I'm like, I just saw Tom- Boba Fett do the haka and sing Drift Away for everybody. That was awesome. Pedro Pascal. But then I ended Celebration at the stage right behind the chair. And uh, so I, the last interview was with Matt Latner and Sam Whitmer from Clone Wars. And those guys like together Kenobi. are just, yeah, um, are just great. And then I handed the one of the guys, he's the, the hype man, uh, one of our DU stickers, our Death Star. Then Andy Gutierrez, who's one of the hosts, uh, I handed her a sticker and she gave me the last. They had special pins that were passing out. That was a pin of the stage. So I, apparently I got the last one, her nice. her last pin. So nice. Very cool. Then they got the, then the, the, had the little going away ceremony and then announced it's going to be in London. Um, yeah. So, uh, hung out, like I said, hung out with John a couple times, uh, DU crew, uh, member, our new, our new one, but more importantly, a good friend. He's a big supporter of not only this show, but the Mando show. And he loves fresh hops and he was a big help at our fresh hops event, um, which was another big highlight, uh, of my uh, celebration. Talk about it more on fresh hops. So I'll, I'll talk about it briefly here. It was awesome. Uh, Rad Beer Co., uh, they were so happy to have us there. We had about just ballpark, I'm guessing, 75 to 80 people there just yeah, for that, the event. That's a lot just by itself in any brewery. <laughs> yeah, and just for our event, plus they had their regular locals there, but then they but they were celebrating their year anniversary, so um, yeah, it, it was cool. We added um, Kimberly and her husband, uh, uh, Craig from the UK, they hosted the bottle trade and they brought in at least 20, 30 people from the trade. And it was great. I got, and I got some really cool beers. Um, I got one for Alex. This one cost me three or four of our local ones, but it's worth it. Cause it, it was a malicious uh, black IPA with a hey. Darth Maul on the cover. And I'm like, I got to get that for Alex. So, uh, that'll be some black IPAs. Yes. Um, same, but, but that that event was and was so much fun, and I was overwhelmed by the not only the um, reception or the interest in it, but just the show up. We had some local SoCal beer friends, uh, Eddie, Jason, uh, and then um, I only know know him, know him as Wetness. <laughs> Alex yeah, can kind of Wetness, name drop. Uh, Hoppy Bruja was out there. Yeah, and I didn't even know that was her. So. Yeah. And I, I, I um, she actually the- had a collab the previous weekend that released, and I wanted to get over to get some because it was a, uh, I think something inevitable. It's got Thanos's uh, mask on the front. So oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, and I messaged Jason, a hop syndicate, uh, in the beer community. I'm like, dude, thank you guys for coming. I felt so bad that I wasn't able to hang out as much. It literally was busier than I expected, and um. But I, I mean, I love doing it. And like I said, John, I couldn't have done it without him. He was taking tickets for me and helping me out. Uh, my good friend who got me into Obi Wan, he was there dressed up as old Obi Wan. So it was dark to read the tickets. Force, so, was he Force Ghost? At no, the time? Not, no, just regular. Regular. But he used his lightsaber so I could read the tickets. We had a great raffle. Um, That's awesome. The Chug contest was a hit, of course. And our good friend Eddie uh, was selected, and he. Won it, of course. Uh, that was kind of a no-brainer. Uh, and like I said, I was telling Alex, like to to get it to get into the chug competition, you had to pay a dollar ticket, and so to do the raffle, and so we got fifty dollars worth, and that all went to the uh, beer tenders. 
uh, that night. So for them to split and two of them actually uh, just for uh, uh, shits and giggles uh, chugged with the competition too, because they were into, into it and they, they enjoyed that we were there and hope we do it again. So thank you again to rad beer. If you're ever in the area, check out all the breweries if you can in the area, but definitely uh, rad. They're one of the newer ones. Uh, went to unsung uh, the next day. Cause our good buddy, Chris mocked from mocktails from the cantina was doing his live podcast. And of course, John was there also. And uh, then I heard a name. Somebody called me, Hey, Joey. I'm like, what, what, what's that what's going on? And it was our good buddy, Matt, the rat from discourse. So hey. I was able to hang out with him a little bit and talking about stuff. We could baguettes. Do yes. Baguettes. <laughs> the baguettes. Uh, so we Baguette do, Matt. <laughs> we can do during a D23. So um, another big highlight too, is not only was I able to hang out with John for a, a long time, but I ran into multiple times uh, good friends of the show and friends uh, in, pers- in person, uh, Mike and Jeressa. Uh, you guys know them as Star Wars Fandom Report. Uh, saw little Mikey, a little in- Instagram celebrity. Best and- Spider-Man cosplay out there. Absolutely. And, and little Kylo too. Um, he did uh, a <laughs> little Kylo this week, uh, that weekend. That's cool. Yeah. And he- if you see their Instagram, I think it's on both Jeressa and Mike's, but definitely on fan- uh, Star Wars Fandom Report. Um, he has a little interaction with Kylo at Galaxy's Edge from like a week ago. Just classic, nice. but um, these the, and Ryan, you 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 got a hold of this in Chicago, but this is what celebration is about. Like finally meeting up with friends that you you meet online. Yeah, and and you know I, I saw them multiple times, which was super cool. Uh, our uh, Corey Jungle Cruiser uh, made me shirts to give to them. Because uh, I want, you know, they've been such uh, friends and supporters nice. of the show for so long. Uh, we were able to give them uh, shirts. And I said, I saw Mike again towards the end of celebration. We saw we uh, were hanging out and, you know, couldn't couldn't have been uh, cooler people and happy to call them friends and can't wait till the next time. Alex, I know you have been at Knott's Farm twice at the same time. They were just weren't able to. That was link just up. once. That, that oh. was the. Uh... The little food fest that they did in 2020, we were there for uh, on my birthday. Yeah, and I thought there's another one too, but maybe not. But so Mike, it, it, it would have been at, at Disney or something. But yeah, I think I think I missed him by a day at Disney. I know it was a couple times it was close, but no. So like it was just like I said, just hanging out with them for a little bit, and was again just a highlight. The highlight is always uh, being with friends, and uh, then ran into the ordinary adventures. Uh, oh, yeah, so- I saw that. Yeah, and the funny thing is too, because they were talking to the guy that does the Dano channel. Um, I met him. Yeah, I didn't recognize him because he didn't have his hat on. So, ah, uh-huh. but but that was cool. And um, yeah, so that was the big highlight. Like, you know, of course, you know, friends with Skywalking, hanging out with Amber and Jade. Uh, they showed up at the uh, the event too. So you know, it's it's, it's cool seeing friends supporting friends. Uh, Mike Dressa, John, like I, said, I couldn't have done the event without without John. So, um, did you still make it out to the baseball game? I did not. Oh. Um, did you have tickets? Yeah. Was that the day you had the you went to Disneyland? It was not. It, it, I'll, I'll 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 tell the story uh, off recording. So okay, <laughs> but did not make it there. So oh, it was busy. No, it's no. So, uh, <laughs> but you know, celebration was great. It, it's it's always great. Um, I was I, I I was so close to buying pictures, but I wasn't sure because you know with the whole COVID thing, you didn't know how the how strict it was going to be. So I was like, I don't I didn't want to take a picture 
I don't want to spend money to take a picture with somebody wearing a mask with a plexiglass between. I that think was so. not that was not happening. Yeah, from what I saw, they were just there. It, with it was just uh, what's Carrie Fisher's daughter's name? Billy Lord. Yeah, Billy Lord. it was just her that had the plexiglass. Yeah, but everybody else, they were hugging the fans. They were maskless. I mean, it felt normal. They they weren't. I, I had a feeling they were going to do this, just what I saw at WonderCon, but they weren't enforcing the mask thing. Um, they, they were giving out bracelets. You had to, to show your uh, vaccination and uh, and or test results. Then then you got pre-cleared. But uh, but it was pretty, you know, it, it, it felt pretty normal, which was cool. And uh, yeah, so it, it was a great, great time. I hope I hope they fix a reservation system for uh, D23. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff that I can't remember because there's so much that went on. But um, was there anything else that you guys that you you saw announced that you really look forward to? I'll start with uh, Alex. Um, shoot, I don't know. I mean, all of it. I, the other one I was going to ask. I'm assuming it was in the same Lucasfilm president. They they showed a little sizzle for Ahsoka as well, right? Yes, in the Mando Plus. Okay. And I know well, they just started filming like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. And have you guys heard what the sizzle was? Yeah. No, I did. Oh. I saw a uh, image of the Mando one though. The, uh, the hallway with Bo-Katan and the, and the throne. On the throne? Oh, yeah. Just that picture. I cannot wait for season three. No, well, what was the Ahsoka one? So, uh, well, first of all, spoiler. yeah, I'll go, I'll go a little spoiler, but very exciting. But first of all, with the Mando three, they 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 showed the logo. It's it's a green logo, and they added Grogu into the in, into the Mandalorian logo at the bottom. Is uh, it a comes, silhouette or just him? It's a silhouette. It's it's the regular logo. This is Mandalorian. Then you see his figure in the middle. Okay. But they added Grogu, and it's green this this time. And it comes yeah. out a little bit later than expected, February. But that's okay, as long as they... Anyways, so during the Ahsoka, uh, they brought Rosario Dawson out, and she was talking, and then they're like, hey, we got one of your cast members out, too. You want to you wanna meet you, the droid that... that you, yeah, sure. Chopper comes out. Chopper from Rebels. Ooh. And, yeah, completely... I mean, so cool. I mean, his head's all popping and stuff. Then even Filoni's like, all right, so we just started filming. But we couldn't come to celebration without showing you something. He's like, he kept saying it multiple times. He's like, this is very little. This is very, it's not much. This is very little. Literally a 20 second clip. That's all it was. And so they showed it. And it's basically, you see Ahsoka and you see like she's walked from, from what I, from what I've heard, you hear, you see her walking with Chopper. And then they walk along the ghost. From Rebels, then you see the back of a figure with green Leku, Hera. Right, right. <laughs> you don't see who's playing Hera, but there there's speculations on that. And it's, then, uh, what's her name? Uh, well, Flowers, Ramona Flowers. Maybe you don't think so. I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but. Ah. But then, it, then you Mary Elizabeth Winston. Sorry, yeah, which is which is Ewan McGregor's wife? Our oh my gosh, our girlfriend, not wife. Okay. Our, um, but then you then you see Sabine walk up, 
and then it then it kind of goes off to you see her her face you see full sabine okay and then they look at if you remember the finale of rebels sorry spoiler alert ryan but the 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 portrait of the ghost crew that sabine painted uh-huh you see that but in live action ooh yeah, then, I, I, I saw the news that they were bringing the Rebels cast in live action. Yeah, but I didn't hear anything about Zeb. Zeb's my favorite. Then they bring the then they brought bring out the actress who was, you know, not rumored, but they're like, oh, this she's playing Sabine, but they actually for, officially announced her as Sabine, so she came out. That's kind of I don't know. I think it's weird that they would announce that and not announce the other ones. I mean, I get that they didn't show. And maybe that's like why they didn't show. I, yeah, I don't know. So because they haven't filmed it yet, probably. Well, you know the big rumor that like he had been kind of perpetuating online is the guy who played Aladdin in the live action is supposed to be playing Ezra. Yeah, and I, and I've heard that was debunked. Okay. Uh, from I'm trying to think, it might have been from uh, Star Wars News Report, but I'm not sure. Or Star Wars News Net. Do we know when Ahsoka takes place? Is it like right after Mando or during Mando? I think it's going to jump around. Okay. Uh, and because and if you've seen Rebels, you you would know. Because I think so. Here's my and I, I won't I won't dwell on this too much. But um, here here's my thing: is when she meets Mando, that takes place before the end of the epilogue of Rebels. Um, the end of Rebels. Okay, so so Rebels ends. Rebels with, like, takes place before A New Hope, but the epilogue you're saying is takes after place. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, briefly after Return of the Jedi. So where you see Sabine with shorter hair, um, she's at Lethal. Everything's peaceful now that the Empire has been defeated. Right, and but she stayed there. Hera's you know raising uh, Jason. And Zeb and Callus has gone off to Nula Stat. You know, every, so every, she, it's kind of everybody's being placed. And then Ahsoka shows up. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, Ahsoka shows up and she, she leaves with Ahsoka in search for Ezra. And that's how that, that ends. So, um, Yeah, I mean, I'm stoked. It, it feels <laughs> like Ahsoka is gonna be the live action successor to rebels from what we've heard and yeah um you know and and the famous line that she gave in mandalorian uh you know where is grand admiral thrawn you know i think everybody's stoked for that i've I've started reading the new timothy zahn uh trilogy of thrawn ascension i believe or they all have different names Uh, but i want to get into the old ones as well yeah and so after watching rebels his character is so (laughs) awesome Oh, absolutely. And I think Sabine will show up in Mando season three. So well, we'll get that before Ahsoka. I'm hoping we get Ahsoka in 2023. Yeah, should be in the summer is what summer, I'm guessing. Summer, fall. We got Andor. So, Nothing about Skeleton. And then uh, what Mando will be like 10 episodes. Is eight, it eight, eight, eight or 10? The, the first two have been eight so far. Yeah. yeah. And Boba Fett would. Yeah. Oh yeah, Boba Fett was the two two bonus Mando episodes. Yeah, so, but I mean, yeah, that that was pretty much it for celebration. Like I said, it, it was a lot of a lot of fun stuff coming out, and uh, but man, yeah, it was it was a fun week, and 
Didn't didn't get the con cred. <laughs> it's just good. Or what they're calling now the con COVID because people are getting COVID. But I'm like, oh, that just, that shows that the con cred was just the flu because <laughs> I got a bad in Chicago. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, 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 Brian, I, I asked Alex, but anything that you that really stuck out to you at all, or uh, no, there wasn't anything like groundbreaking for me. Everything's kind of been rumored ish. Yeah. Or confirmed and, already. But w- one more big shout out is uh, I ran into a couple times. Well, I didn't run, any, run into him because he was sitting down the whole time tattooing people the entire convention. But our good friend of the show, uh, Matt Robinson, was at his first celebration as a feature tattoo artist. So, which officially makes him a Lucasfilm uh, approved tattoo artist, which means I have an official Lucasfilm tattoo on my arm, nice. which makes me happy. He's so, canon. He's canon now, so what up, Matt? And we're going to have him on the show uh, sometime soon. We're, we're trying to get him before, but yeah, we're definitely going to get him on. Uh, we'll do a live tattooing. He can tattoo me while we interview him. Hey, I told him we'd come to the shop, so. Nice. <laughs> I will pay. I think that might make for some good audio. <laughs> <laughs> right on, right on. Well, if there's nothing else there, then I will. Um, uh... I was going to say one more thing, but I think I just lost it, so. Oh, I was going to say, uh, one of the rumors of Hera is that she might actually, this is just a rumor, but she might actually also be played by the voice actress, Vanessa Marshall, just because of the way the age goes. But, I mean, I just feel so bad for Ashley Eckstein when they keep casting these people. Right. Um, no, I, I agree. But I don't think she would because I've seen her, I've heard her interviewed on many podcasts, and she loves being a voice actress. She's like, this is the best job. I don't have to do makeup. I can just show up in my sweats. So, or she's saying that because she's upset and she's trying to convince herself. No, she she yeah, was the most. Fine. Even Filoni like tweeted her out that like the most excited person about just that little clip was uh, Vanessa Marshall. So, but I'm, I just Ashley Eckstein's so awesome and yeah, she did a great job hosting like a bunch of panels. I don't know. If I you know. Do they? I feel like it's weird. Has she been directly asked about like not being the live action? Like, I feel like it's kind of a touchy subject. I just I'm assuming how it would feel because I haven't seen or read an actual answer to that. I don't think she's been publicly asked, and it might be maybe don't publicly ask her that. And they were both there over the weekend, right? Yeah, and well, as far well, as I know, they them together. Well, and she that's was what there was Sky Guy, but she would, you know. Yeah, and she was even with uh. Hayden, Hayden took yeah. out a picture. Yeah, that, that was the the big picture making the rounds was the two of them, and then the picture of the animated Anakin and uh, Ahsoka. Yeah, uh, which is funny because he doesn't even play animated Anakin. But and, and to my knowledge, her and Rosario have never met in person. She congratulated her after she was debuted in Mandalorian via Twitter, but nothing like a straight up introduction. And in Chicago. One of the big photos going around there was Hayden Christensen hanging out with Matt Latner. That was like a huge. I just feel like thing, she could bring so, so much and, and Luke or Mark vibe, but obviously not everyone gets along. I don't know. I'm not saying they don't get along. I just yeah. My my inquiring. This is my e uh, network uh, celebrity gossip. I'm <laughs> wanting to know. And Where I got Mark what? Hamill. He wasn't there. But like, why? He's very expensive. I remember the thing I was going to say. The thing that sticks out is that there was no movie news. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, I think that is coming D23. I hope so. Yeah. If they're, if they're holding something out. I know the rumor is that Taika Waititi's uh, Star Wars movie will be the next one we see and not oh, the, necessarily the, Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron. Yeah, the Taika um, is... I've also at, heard they're shelving stuff in, in space for... Uh, Kevin what? Feige have a series coming out too? Yeah, so the Taika Waititi is actually confirmed by Kathleen Kennedy to be the next uh, film that came out of the Vanity Fair uh, okay. issue. So that that is that is set. Uh, the the Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron is still in the works. Just they're saying for scheduling reasons, but I don't know. Kevin Feige still a go, but everything else has been loosely like the Ryan Johnson thing's not happening. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm sure they're working on some things because even Bryce Dallas Howard, you know, plugging Jurassic World. They asked her about directing Star Wars. She's like, all they got to do is ask. Usually when they get one of those kind of questions, she's probably already been asked. So, Isn't that wild that her and her dad have both directed Star Wars? Yeah. That is wild. Cool. I'm excited for Jurassic World this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tangent, yeah. but I'm yeah. eyeballing tickets on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, I got to, uh, man. I got. I still got to see Maverick. I got to see Jurassic World. I got to see Elvis. I mean, I'm so this month is exciting. You just have to for... take a Saturday off and just watch all three. Yeah, yeah. Go, go get some early bird showings in. <laughs> but that is it, I guess, for celebration. I didn't record really on the floor as much because it's just so much going on. So, <laughs> and uh, but it was kind of weird. The setup was different. So, but it was it was still fun. I can't wait for D23. Lots of hot toys. I didn't see any. I, well, not other than in the regular, like people selling them, not in oh, an official Hot Toys booth. There was a, all the Hot Toys were at the sideshow booth. Yeah. And I barely, I barely entered like some Boba Fett bus thing in there, but I didn't, I didn't see too much. Um, I do want to give John one more shout out. He, he pulled a Ryan and uh, was at Disneyland before celebration, did two full days, did four days of celebration. Then flew straight to Orlando to meet up with his family <laughs> for a Disney World trip. On his flight was Ashley Eckstein and her husband, uh, oh, David, no way. David Eckstein. And she remembered him because he actually got into the uh, breakfast with her and oh, uh, cool. Matt Latner. Oh, yeah. I saw Skywalking was there, too. Yeah. And it was it was about so that thing was a it was two hundred ninety nine dollars. It's a little expensive. Not but, bad, though, if you're looking at what a picture or an autograph costs. Yeah, for two actors, they were they were doing walking around the tables asking people like Q and Q and A with everybody. You see he, the Richard he got a, one? Yeah, <laughs> he got he got a bunch of like swag from there, like stuff that like a forty dollar plush, you know, picture autograph. I mean, so it, it seemed worth it. So she recognized him on the plane, like, oh yeah, you're at the breakfast. Oh how cool and stuff. So shout out against John uh, hanging out with uh, Ahsoka and uh, her World Series champion husband. So, Ooh. but <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> um, but oh, we still got a little bit more of the show. This is a loaded show. Uh, we are going to. This will be the first time we've ever recorded over the span of two days. Yeah, we should yes. call this episode Disney Universe Con. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but we're talking about the first three episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi and first and, and first initial thoughts. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Uh, Going into chapter one. 
a part one. Well, I was psyched going in, and I was psyched coming out of the two-parter, or episode one, and then episode two. Uh, and, yeah, I'm loving it so far. I um, know, you, you kept asking me, like, does it show up? I'm like, I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> You're like, I don't care about spoilers. I'm like, but I, I don't have it in my heart. I know. I, like, at the end of episode two, I just had a big, stupid smile on my face, and I was like, oh. That's gonna be a hot toy <laughs> later in the in the tank. Um, yeah, no, I I've loved it so far. Um, the there's the the chase scene beginning a little rough. Uh, I was a little worried after that, but I'm 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 not worried anymore. But that was it was a little rough. Which chase scene? The one where they're chasing uh, spoilers. Uh, chasing uh, Leia through the forest. Oh yeah, th- this will oh, be a spoiler-filled episode. It, it was a little like. Oh no! Just for a second, just for a sec. But uh, well, I, I love that Leia showed up. Um, I love that she's uh, the the Grogu of the series. <laughs> uh, all the outfits have been great. All the, like the little homages, homages. Is that a word? Yeah, you guys know what I meant. Um, yeah, I've lo- I've loved it. No complaints, really. I've enjoyed it all. Cool. What What about you, Alex? First initial thoughts of uh, the show. Uh, as I said earlier, cinematic. Um, I got Game of Thrones vibes uh, yeah. kind of from the first and second episode when they're kind of panning onto Alderaan and everything. You're like, this, I don't know, it just feels bigger than some of the other things. Uh, I got the vibe. They got outside of the, uh, they got outside of the volume uh, for a minute to shoot this one. Um, which is good. I, I feel that's where Star Wars evolved from, you know, actually being shot outside and in live settings and things. I was initially, I'm, I don't know. I, I love it, but the Leia thing, like I'm hung up on the line. Sure. And I mentioned this to you guys for a Mando show, but in A New Hope, uh, she says, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi you fought with my father or, or helped my father during the Clone Wars. And I just can't help but with, especially now through three episodes, seeing how involved she is and how much, how close she is to Obi-Wan, I feel she would have addressed him differently in that message. And I know the word retcons being thrown around and stuff. And we still have three more episodes to see what happens. Maybe there's like a Jedi trick where she you make people lose their memory um but that's bothering she had her, she had her mind wiped like three of bothering me <laughs> or and that's to say that so, everything else is amazing okay so uh before i answer uh first of all i love this show this is a show i've been waiting for since they announced it as a movie and so the cinematic sense of it you could tell it was going to be a movie before the show um, I'm actually happier that it is a TV show over a movie because we're getting six plus hours rather than an hour and a half to two hours of the story. So I am digging everything about this. Um, my my one big nitpick is kind of going a little bit with Ryan about not just the chase in the forest, but just some of the chases and the running chases in general, because it's like. She'd e- easily get scooped up, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like yeah. the guy just is running. He's like branch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but other than so that, her but, legs. And yeah. then uh, another big one, you know, episode three, the, that like laser beam going across. Yeah. 
They could have just walked around it. They could just <laughs> just walked right around it. Yeah, but they had to illustrate a, a stormtrooper getting cut in half on that thing. Yeah, yes. but like after they didn't have to take five seconds of him like, oh, okay, where am I going to shoot it? Oh, shoot it. Oh, go- okay, good. We're we're free. Like they could have just walked around it. But they had to walk around the boulder though. I mean, come on. Like, but yeah. So here, here's my. I I totally understand too what you're saying about that the the Leia line. Um, but kind of like no knowing the character knowing the character of Leia from the movies and even her one time in Rebels and even like through the the comic series that came out uh through Marvel um and I'm not really getting into the novels cuz I didn't I, I I don't read that much but like I I I don't I from what I what I know of Leia she's not that she's not that me first she's always about the cause and she I, I don't think she would say hey remember when you saved me as a kid she'd be like back we need the general that served my father not the old grumpy guy that i could see that saved me when i was rescued i could get you know and i i think i mean that's just where i kind of come from it so but i know where that's that line is kind of really bugging not just you but it's bugging a lot of people too because they're like and that's kind of throwing off you know, she wouldn't remember him, but I, I mean. And we've still got show to see potentially even another season from what we've heard. So yeah, who knows if we'll even get to that or I, I just with how much there have been together in these first three episodes. I, I don't know. It just seems like. It's like if I were to call you and be like. Hey, Joe, it's Alex. I met your parents once at the <laughs> D- Disney Museum, you know. Yeah, but we have all this track record personally as well. Yeah, <laughs> when you put it like that, <laughs> no, way yeah, to ruin Star Wars, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, 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 but, but of course, yeah, nitpicking and loopholes. Uh, I love the show all in all. I I think the episode three was a feast. After the cliffhanger on episode two, I don't think I expected to get that much Darth Vader so soon. Agreed. Um, Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we get a Vader perspective episode. That would be amazing. Um, but with only three more left, I'm just happy for whatever we're going to get. That's my biggest nitpick. We just, got just half the season within a week. <laughs> it's like a, it's a blessing and a curse. It's like, yes, we got three episodes well, within a week, but now it's like, it, we got getting three in a week and then having to wait three weeks for the next three. It's going to be drawn out so long. Like I'm already, all right, tomorrow tomorrow's Monday, and then I'll just have to wait one more day, and then can stay up till midnight. And this is where I get into the point where I'm like, all right, if I can wait to watch it till Thursday, I won't have to wait as long until the new one comes out. Yeah, um, I don't trust the internet. I don't trust you people. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna spoil it for me. So yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a midnight boy. <laughs> yeah, we all but are. I'm I'm loving the Ewan McGregor is his top notch acting in this show. I mean. You really feel how defeated he is. Oh like, yeah, completely. Not not just in hiding, but completely closed himself off from anything of the force. I mean, yeah. he has no intuition. He has no anything. I mean, he's com- completely abandoned it. And yeah, from p- punching in and out at the you know the job he's working at. Uh, I mean the the whole scene with uh, Uncle Owen and. And Reva out there uh, cutting people's hands off. Yeah. <laughs> Do her I mean, character. It, 
I, I think we've badass. gotten more. I mean, I don't want to say more violence than in any other Star Wars, but I'd in the first agree. three episodes, I've seen three of the more violent things I've seen in any Star Wars. Having a Dude. stormtrooper cut in half, a hand cut off, and I believe a force choked child broken neck or something. Oh, straight Dude. a broken neck. Dude, it wasn't yeah. even a choke. He just like a. Hey. <laughs> And that, yeah. that whole scene was um, insane. Just like him dragging people with the force down the street and then just like, okay, you can, you can, I'll drop yeah. you now. So I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. I'm, I'm, I don't want to, I know we're going to be jumping all over the place. So we got, this is how we like, do. We, this is how we do. But <laughs> no, I, no, I totally agree. And uh, Ryan, you started talking about Reva. Uh, we're, we got introduced to her very early. And are you guys under the impression that she was one of the uh, Padawans at the beginning of the Order 66 scene? I kind of hope she's not, just because of like how quickly it was picked out. Um, I mean, you can't blame people for intuition, especially when it's so upfront there, but I also feel like that's a big reveal for the end, spoiled if that happened already, or if you know people figured that out. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I know what the Inquisitors are all former Jedi or force sensitive people, right? Yeah, I, I feel like she is. I feel like it's gonna, it's like a very Disney thing to do, like have her save, help save Leia at the end because she was, she remembers being a child. And I think, I think unfortunately, we're gonna get that either with this season or next season that she's gonna turn good and then Vader's gonna kill her. Just because it's very Disney, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's still. I mean, Lucasfilm still causes shots on. Yeah, it was just. Eh. I mean, yeah, but when I saw Ray kiss and Kylo, I was like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Ray Skywalker. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> true love's kiss. Yeah, that, that that's a different that's a different podcast there, but. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. Let's let's just go jump fast forward to the the violence of Vader, the the Vader that we've all wanted to see and love. Uh, a few years ago, we we're introduced to a a the Vader we wanted to see, the hallway scene from Rogue One, taking down soldiers like nothing. Do you? And I, I brought this up on the Mando show. I'm going to bring this up, but now, what do you think was the more intense, more violent that scene in the hallway with soldiers? Or his walk down the street with civilians. Oh, the walk down the street with civilians because yeah, it's civilians. So. Yeah, uh, you literally saw him. I don't know to to a child uh, of you know, and obviously we go back to the younglings and the uh, the Tuscan Raiders. Uh, of course, I mean he does have a history of not caring. Uh, he does not age discriminate. Let's put it that yeah. way. <laughs> well, when he when he snapped he everyone. When he snapped the neck of the son of the guy, then dragged the woman, the first thing I thought of was like, I killed them all. And not just the men, but the women and children, too. <laughs> Someone needs to dub that over. Yeah, I, I feel like I've seen that meme. Joe, you I, need to make a TikTok. I, I got I got it. I'll, I'll see what I can do. I don't know how to edit TikToks, but my Wally TikTok is uh, blowing up. I'll throw that out. Oh, yeah? Wally. Um, but no, no, that whole scene was just crazy. Just to not even caring, not even giving a damn, but just to snuff Kenobi out. And I loved how Obi-Wan just like dropped to his knees feeling that that was Darth Vader and Anakin. And 
I mean, through, through throughout the, this whole season so far, we've seen how closed off he is to the force. And even, you know, when he, he can't, he, you know, he's been, the only thing he's trying to do is still communicate. I like he was trying to communicate with Qui-Gon at, at least every episode. Oh, I think we're getting quite gone for well, sure. Yeah, the, and it's you know what, and I'm kind of jumping all over, but when when I saw the the um the premiere, they went straight to it. I didn't I didn't see that five minute, you know, previously. Oh uh, yeah, that, that bugged me. I mean, I get it. It's Disney Plus. You want people to be up to speed and you yeah, just press together. But like I did that. all the homework. I've been watching all that stuff leading no, up. No, but. But that was done so well. I was in tears watching this thing. I mean, it reminded me how much I actually do love the prequels. The, just that yeah, little. No, it, was, it, was, it was well cut. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we see him trying to commune with Qui-Gon. But I was hoping they might have cut some of the animated in there, too. That would have been sweet. Yeah. And um, one thing that we're also seeing, too, is actually uh, one, one thing that Owen brought up to Obi-Wan is that you don't give a care about Luke. You know, you're just seeing if he's showing yet, you know, showing being force sensitive. Right. And we're seeing force force sensitivity out of Leia, the intuition of her, you know, being able to read her cousin, being able to read Obi-Wan, knowing that she he's lying to her, you know, at, at times and stuff. But I mean, that is a force trait too, just being able to have that extra gut feeling about somebody. Um and like I said, the 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 little girl playing Leia is just cuter than Grogu. I don't, I'm all about. This. I don't know about that. No, no, she's. I'm. I, you know, everybody's talking about Millie Bobby Brown doing a young Leia series. I I'm, I want to see one with this this little actress because she's nailing the character of Leia perfectly. And when we do uh, get young Leia and Rebels at one point too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, presumably, it's like. Slightly after this timeline, five to six years. So she was like fifteen in the Rebels episode. Yeah, but isn't she sixteen in A New Hope? Uh, seventeen. Okay, 18? it's all fluid. Yeah, somewhere between ten and twenty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, and just the scenes too, where Obi Wan's like, "You remind me of somebody from the past." Like, there, there's so many scenes in here that are just like digging at the, at, at your right the. Right in the fields. Right in the prequels. Right in the prequels. I, I, uh, I got to say it because uh, I was listening to Ringerverse and they said it and I didn't think about it until then. But it was kind of funny when uh, she asks if he's her father and he says, I wish I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of us. All of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, I, I get what he was going for. I wish, yeah. you know, that I could say that I was your dad and not know the truth of who your father really is, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but I will say though that the the little rescue Leia storyline is going a little bit longer than I than I was expecting, but I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying seeing her, seeing her with Jimmy Smith's, uh, seeing Jimmy Smith's again as Bail Organa was awesome. Do you think um, is uh, the wife the same? I'm pretty sure. Do you get a glimpse of her in any of the prequels? You get a gr- glimpse of her at the end of Revenge of the Sith. When is it the same woman? I think it's a different actress. Okay. Um, yeah, but, they know we wouldn't care. <laughs> yeah. It, and like I said, uh, the, the little scene where we think we're introduced to Leia at first is a total Padme move with the uh, the hand, hand, handmaiden in disguise as her, you know, while she's out running in the woods. So, yeah. 
Um, but I'm, I, you know, I'm just going to kind of fast forward to, uh, back again to the uh, Obi Wan and well, first of all, seeing Darth Vader being constructed after his little back to bath was so cool. Um, I mean, we we see it briefly at at Revenge of the Sith when he's being constructed. We saw it a little bit less even in Rogue One, but actually seeing what he has to go through every day, um, just I mean. It's tragic. I mean, you really feel like uh, this. I mean, he's a tortured soul. And then having then having James Earl Jones back in the voice, sounding better than ever. I mean, so cool. Did you hear that? That's not really him. It's basically like an audio deepfake program. Well, I, I, so I've I've heard reports both ways that it it. I've heard that. Then I also heard that it was him, but he's also recording certain words and dialogues for them to use in the future, too. So kind of like what they did with uh, Mark Hamill in The Mandalorian. They had him recite it and then kind of tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Or merge it with another actor's voice or something. I don't know. It, I mean, James Earl Jones is like in his 90s now, right? Uh, just about, yeah. And, he's, and his voice is you know more distinct. So I think they can his will sound better than a Mark Hamill. I think. Yeah. But it, is, it also doesn't sound old with what they're using. Yeah. Was that right? Anyone else find Vader's dialogue a little funny? His, his dialogue's always been funny. I know, but like Anakin talked normal. And that was just a couple Did years ago. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I just like his sentences are kind of like they could be a little more put together. You know? I mean, his... I, I don't know. I, I guess it's like it's a nitpick. Pull, it's a, like I'm pulling at strings here, but I'm with you. I, I feel <laughs> it, it. It could be a a in in a, 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 a excuse for how his dialogue came across in some of the prequels because I know there were knocks towards his acting or how the character was written or whatever. But maybe that was intentional to go with uh, you know how stiff Darth Vader's dialogue goes. Maybe and it's like. Now you will suffer, or when he's like burning Obi Wan. He said that stuff like, "Yeah, not not you know, now now I'm the one who's saving you, Master." You know, yeah. <laughs> or like, or I thought it, like even something like, "Now you will burn," or something instead of like, "You will suffer." Well, he, he is. They tried he, to say "burn in hell," but they they rated him on it. So, <laughs> plus he does have a breathing apparatus where you know shorter breath because his lungs are probably burnt. That's true. <laughs> Which, again, going going back to that scene though, was he does not want to kill Obi Wan quick. He wants to make him suffer, suffer <laughs> and yeah, pain. So. And... Is there, with what we now know of Bakta tanks, you know, from uh, you know Boba Fett, shouldn't we think that at some point he's like almost all the way healed from his wounds? I mean, he can't grow legs back, but like his face should have been better off, right? You would think so, but with with the degree of the burns that he's he I mean, he was never really healed. Even in Empire Strikes Back, he was like uh cuz he I'm trying to I want to say it was Shadows of the Empire that book where he tried to not even use his meditation chamber, which helped him breathe, but he could he could only be out of there so long without his breathing on. Well, and Boba Fett is later down the line, so maybe 
Bok to tank technology yeah. had advanced. Yeah, I mean, in Mandalorian, it's just a spray from IG 11. Right. So, right, you'll be good in a few hours. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there, I mean, there's so many points to this show, but I mean, I, I know we're all tired and stuff right now, but it's, uh, I'm loving the show. Um, like I said, we've, we've mentioned n- numerous times how cinematic it is, but that scene of him, w- once he lit the fire, the flames in his eyes, the reflection was so cool. Super cool. Um, Kamal Nanji's characters, hilarious. That was funny. I hope we uh, don't see him again, but it was funny for that well, scene. I was thinking, I, I love him as an actor and a comedian, but oh, everything he's in, he's himself. But he's a charming, he's a charming actor. But it's like he, he's yeah, not a he, method actor. <laughs> yeah, he do, he doesn't his uh, his characters don't vary much. Yeah. Um, do you guys think next episode we'll see Obi Wan in the how it, uh, like the New Hope Obi Wan outfit? Not quite yet. Not yet. Well, because his clothes just burnt, so I thought he'd get a new outfit. Well, I probably will, but. We'll we'll see. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, anything you guys might have picked up on any favorite like Easter eggs or mentions. The, the Quinlan C- Voss mention. Yeah, yeah that was cool. C3PO was cool to see real quick. Yeah, yeah. and Art was actually, there too, right? Yeah, yeah. He's brief. He was harder to see, but yeah, oh, he was. Droid? Yeah. yeah, he was. He was serving drinks. I didn't see that. <laughs> um, I I love the. Tika, the uh, Jawa. <laughs> oh, how about the oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the uh, you really handling uh, clone soldier? Yeah, the uh, tomorrow. People Morrison. were saying that could be Rex. I was like, I don't think it's Rex, but it's just. So I was watching a YouTube video, um, and uh, it kind of made sense. He was saying if there was like a hit out for Obi Wan, shouldn't he like his like clone brain just like turn on to to try to kill him? Like just follow orders because that's what he was. His last order was to kill all the Jedi. So shouldn't we have seen him like hunting Obi Wan down? Uh, not necessarily because a lot of the clones actually did have their chips removed after Order sixty six too. Oh, okay. So um, and the thing, and the thing too is not only was he just a clone trooper, he was actually one of the five hundred first clone troopers. Those are the ones that raided the Jedi Temple with uh, Anakin or Darth Vader. You got some PTSD. Yeah. So, um, was that it, um, what's his face playing him? Tomorrow Morrison. Yeah, it was okay. Nice. So we're going to see a lot of Tomorrow throughout the uh, live actions, which I'm all for. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So obviously we're getting uh, another battle. Uh, oh, because for sure. Because again, we we from seeing them in the prequels, how good of a lightsaber fighter obi-wan was like i said with him being completely cut off from the force even grabbing his lightsaber he felt he looked awkward with it like he didn't feel comfortable and then he didn't even really throw any swings with it he was just blocking the whole time i think four or five is him training with qui-gon and probably yoda and then and then you don't want to see that it's just you saying that I was in the middle of a thought in my head, how this is so the plot of hook. 
<laughs> if if he goes into that, that's exactly because right now we're at him, you know, coming back to find his kids and Hook basically embarrassing him in front of all the crowd. And then he gets together with the Lost Boys and Tinkerbell and starts training <laughs> to become, you know, the Peter Pan that we know uh, he, he can be. And so if that were to happen, it would just continue going down the Hook plot rabbit hole. Oh, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Which, and then you know I think what? episode I love six. Hook. We'll get, uh, it's a great movie. We'll get a but like, uh, with, battle with everything damage I've Vader. heard about. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying, episode six, we're going to get that battle damage Vader that everyone's wanted to see live action. Well, I think I think most people want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah go ahead. Well, because we got to see where Obi-Wan at, at Revenge of the Sith and Obi-Wan at A New Hope is a different Obi-Wan. Uh, from from obviously not just age, but just where he is. But then again, we got to see how he becomes that Obi Wan being defeated in this show. And so I I think we'll at least see Qui Gon because the quote that Quinlan Voss wrote that like sometimes you see more when your eyes are closed or something to that extent. I'm paraphrasing. And uh, I think that's he's finally going to open back up to the Force and. I don't, I don't know if Yoda will be there too, but I think at least Qui-Gon will be, and he'll finally start becoming that Obi-Wan we were first introduced to in, in uh, A New Hope and what we see in the Darth Maul episode of Rebels. You know, that completely one with a force again. So I would love to see a flashback to... Because, I mean, what? Revenge of the Sith, we we leave with Yoda saying, like, you know, ways to commune, I'll teach you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe we get to, because I'm like, all right, it's been 10 years and he's still trying to figure it out. Did you just dip? Did you never teach him these things? Like what happened? Well, he, I think he told him how to, but because he, he, uh, at the end, he's like, teach you, I will. But then I think in ways after, after time went on, he just kind of gave up and just, right. like I said, closed himself off to the force. I don't think we'll see Yoda because I just remember Yoda still alive. Yeah, but no you can life. still see it. You can still force communicate, probably meditate. I don't like know. Luke Skywalker Skype call kind of video. <laughs> we'll see, but yeah, no, I yeah. think just Qui Gon. I think I think just Qui Gon. I think just Qui Gon. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, this show, like I said, I love the show. Um, Maybe Shmi. It's everything I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Is she still alive? No, she died at Attack of the oh. Clones. No, like I mean, like the actress. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> find out. I would. But... I would love to see Jar Jar. Oh, anytime. I'm pretty sure Ahmad Best said he'd never come back, but yeah, I mean, who knows? Who Someone's waiting. Never say never. Million bucks in your face. I think you'll come back pretty quick. <laughs> right. So I know. I, I know the fans would like it. So. Yeah, I mean, seeing Hayden get his, uh, you know. Victory lap. Uh, I mean, I, it'd be cool to let Jake Lloyd get in there and get some. I, you can't now because he's the age that Hayden was then. But yeah, so it'd be kind of interesting. He's still kind of all jacked up too. I think so. Um, hopefully, he gets help he needs. But uh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh no, yeah, he's just still real having issues, I guess. But I don't know to what the extent. But we'll talk about that later. Yes, but uh, great show. Loving the uh, show. Bold, bold prediction or something you'd like to see in the next three episodes? I mean, aside from 
you know, Peter Pan flying <laughs> home to London. I think that's exactly what we're getting. I think we're getting training in four and five and uh, six battle damage Vader. Oh, how about what 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 kind of character do you think uh, O'Shea Jr. is? I think okay. So I have a question: Is this third sister character in Rebels? Also, uh, okay. another character we haven't seen: uh, the guy from Fast and the Furious series was supposed to have been cast in this. No, he, we haven't seen the is. guy who plays Han. He's an Inquisitor. The... He's a fifth brother. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I, man, they put some weight on him. Yeah. <laughs> Bulked him up. And, and we haven't seen Baru yet. Yeah, I was like, that guy looks like Wong. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do want to see a little bit more Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen. Uh, I think we'll get... I think... Um, it's going okay, to end with my, my O'Shea... O'Shea? Uh, yeah. How you say it? O'Shea. Prediction? Yeah. Um, he'll be another Jedi on, um, I'm guessing Obi-Wan's going to go back to Tatooine and he'll be with that other Jedi that wanted Obi-Wan to train him. He's dead. Yeah. Remember they hung him out, out in the, I don't think he's dead. That was the one they hung. Yeah. yeah they didn't hang him by his neck though. Well, they probably so, killed him and hung him as display. I, I thought yeah, he was still alive. He was just sleeping. Yeah. I thought he was just like knocked out. No, because no, they would have hung him by his neck if he was again. Again, most violent Star Wars today. <laughs> so I don't uh, think they hung him to kill him. I think they killed him, then put him on display to yeah. like prove a point. I, I definitely thought he was still alive. Uh, no. I think he did. Yeah, well, I, I guess we'll I find out Joe, next week. But I, I haven't gotten movie. a second watch on any of these, so I'll be I, doing that over the next couple of days. I think O'Shea will be another helper, though of. Not not quite like Haja uh, Kamal's character or something, but he'll be somebody that's uh, a friend of the. I hope he's wearing a Raiders jersey. I really <laughs> hope he's a Jedi. I I could see him being a voice of a character, um, like a a creature or something. But mm-hmm. I hope he's a Jedi. I think that'd be awesome. I think yeah. Be- I, I hope and I hope like I hope he's a character that can even get expanded on in the future too. Yeah, I also hope we see him in the next episode because, come on, half the show's gone already. Yeah, and like you said, I want to see more Baru and Owen, um, even if it's like towards the end. I just uh, think it's so funny how they tease Luke in the the trailers with you know his little pod racer sitting on the hut. Yeah, and, you know we got that's all we've seen of Luke, and then like they had Leia hidden the whole time. You know, yeah, having a uh, misdirection there, misdirection. Yeah. Um, I do like too that it looks like Obi Wan's the one that got him this little skyhopper that he's playing with uh, when he's talking to C three PO. Did you hear about the so that toy that he got him is the same toy that Luke picks up in a New Hope? That's what I was saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he's talking to C three PO, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, that that's a great Easter egg. Oh, one other Easter egg. I saw on TikTok is so Obi Wan sprays him with the, like the fire extinguisher spray. You know, like when they're fighting, he gra- cuts the hose and sprays him. Oh, that that's only to defeat Darth Vader's with steam. <laughs> oh no! And then in um, uh, I guess Episode Six, Luke does it to Vader, and then right after Vader says, "Obi Wan has taught you well." Oh, nice. So, I don't. It's they probably just did that for a little connection, but I thought it was pretty cool. That's funny. Yeah, he does that in Empire right before yeah. in the carbonite chamber. Uh, 
But yeah, but uh, ending it in this though, uh, we have gotten rumors that the ending has been reshot because there might be another season. Oh, I didn't know it got reshot. Or you know, might have been retweaked, maybe. Uh, which I'm all for. I've said it numerous times. I think on here and Amanda's show is just because something says it's a limited series does not autom- auto- automatically make it a one season. So, well, and that's what's funny about television is everything is a limited series exactly. until it's not. And and that's what I said too is Rebels. If you go to Rebels, that was technically a limited series because they always said this is going to be four seasons long. Yeah, and it's got to end. One, they two. said that, and so. It was. It was limited to four seasons. Well, so. And look at the lifespan of Clone Wars and what the Star Wars fandom can do, you know? Yeah. Look at what we can do when we're all positively rooting for something we love. I, 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 that, that, that is what I will say about fandom. I know you mentioned how things got a little weird in the recent days, and I think being here as part of this podcast with you guys and stuff, something I always want to do is – accentuate the positive and talk about what we love so yeah absolutely let's let's all bond together be glad we have star wars and force the the rich people in hollywood to continue making it for us by by our showing up and we are getting a lot of star wars so i said we we got a whole thing with celebration we got a whole slew of stuff coming out on tv and that's why i think d23 will get a little bit more of the movie um uh, movie announcements. Uh, one thing I, I did so that that's it with Obi One. Like I said, we're I, we're all enjoying the show a lot, and it sucks that's only six six episodes, but might be six season. Who knows? Hopefully, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but one thing I forgot to mention was they they did announce also a a Visions a season two. I don't know if you guys watched the right. first season of Visions. Uh, one thing that was very cool about it was Visions was mostly anime. Uh, style stories from uh, studios in Japan and briefly mentioned because I, I was at the Star Wars stage when the creators of Visions were out there also and they mentioned the season one coming out there's going to be some familiar stories but they're not stopping at anime there's stories from Chile from South America well Chile South America um, Europe so animation styles from all over the world but fans of anime there's going to be even more Star Wars anime outside of Visions and like I said, right? Great. I know you're not really into it, but it was such great storytelling, great action, and got me excited. So, yeah. And when you when you say that, it makes you think that Visions is just a bunch of pilots for animated Star Wars shows. Yeah, and I'm all for it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, let us know what you guys think of Obi Wan so far. Are you enjoying it? Are you not? If you're not, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Um, if you're at Celebration, let us know. That was a lot of fun. Once again, there's cool hanging out with John and Mike and Jaressa and little Mikey, uh, Skywalking, all the good friends there. Um, yeah, but that is it for this super loaded spoilery show. And I got Goofy, too. I finally got one, guys. I finally got one. <laughs> Ryan, so we're, since we're not on YouTube, uh, we're taking a break on YouTube just because of oh. scheduling. But uh, Ryan's showing his little Goofy... Uh, Happy Meal toy. Everest Happy Meal toy. And I got one too. So At did John you get Wayne. any Alex? Or? No, I, I spent enough on Happy Meal toys <laughs> or, or last year or earlier this year. Yeah, that ain't no joke. So um but let us know what would you guys think? Uh next episode, like I say we're gonna break down uh, rescue rangers on Disney Plus, maybe a couple other things. Uh but uh we couldn't do this show 
without some uh, very special people. And so if Ryan, you want to let them let the listeners know anybody new who those special people are. I sure can. So our special peoples are part of our DU crew, which you can find over at patreon.com slash DU crew. Right, Joey? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's been been, been a couple weeks. Um, So we'd like to thank our special DU crew. That is Superfan Jen, Sasquatch, Alfredo, Tyler, and our newest member, John. Um, And we got a couple different little tiers there you guys can go and check out i believe joey's updated the tiering no, not yet i'm going to restructure our uh our patreon so uh but we'll be having more news on that soon i'm going to start a uh a special playlist on our youtube channel just for our du crew they're the only ones that will have access to it Damn. and so yeah some exciting things coming uh, we're going to shrink the tiers probably from three to two and uh but we'll, we've got some stuff planned out and uh, more news on that real soon. But thank you guys for your support. Yes. And where can people interact with us, Alex? Hey. Uh, well, uh, as, as we just mentioned, uh, we're taking a little hiatus from putting episodes out on YouTube. But don't hesitate to go check us out over there. Disney Universe TV on YouTube. We've got uh, toy unboxings. Uh, footage from in the parks we've got of course some previous episodes and awesome uh uh what do you call them reaction shows that we've done to other uh disney plus content uh so go check us out if you haven't already subscribe subscribe uh, it helps us out a lot especially once we get to a certain level we can start doing things like going live uh and stuff uh you know i i keep mentioning my disney world trip later this year i'd love to be able to go live with y'all from Disney World. Um, and then, you know, Ryan's got a Disneyland trip coming up too soon. So, yeah, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, Disney Universe TV on YouTube. Tell a friend to subscribe. You know, anybody is down with all things in the <laughs> universe of Disney, that Marvel, that Star Wars, those Disney parks. Tell them to check us out. Uh, if for no other reason, then it will help us out, but potentially because it'd be something that they'd be into checking out as well. And uh, of course, yeah. you can listen to this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was saying real quick. Uh, we are not like Alex said. We, we we're, we're taking a break from putting episodes out on YouTube, but at, you, we will still be putting out new content. Yes, uh, I, I got some videos. I'll be uploading short videos, but I'll, I'll do a compilation from Celebration, and we will be continuing uh, putting new content out on YouTube. Just just taking a break on the podcast episodes uh, for now. Yeah. We're just so, yes. about a month out from Thor Love and Thunder, so yes. maybe we'll get a reaction uh, episode up for that one. Who knows? Um, but uh, So YouTube, uh, of course, you're listening to us now on one of your favorite podcast uh, listening outlets, whether that be uh, Spotify, Apple, or any of the other ones. Uh, and then, of course, we love interacting with you uh, through social media. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram. That's where we do most of our posting and interaction. Uh, of course, whenever we post these episodes, we love when you uh, comment, tell us, uh, you know, if you did any of those things, like go to Star Wars Celebration or uh, or watch Obi-Wan or anything. We, we want your feedback, too. Um, and we'll be sure to, to chime, chime in on the future episodes. And hopefully when we get back into doing some YouTube live stuff, you can join us and chime in on the conversation there. So thank you guys, uh, as always, for listening, for following along, uh, and, and for spreading the word. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we also like to thank our good friends at Neverland Trading, too. If you're looking for some cool Disney, Star Wars, Marvel uh, themed clothing, check them out at NeverlandTrading.com. And don't forget to use that code DVERSE at the checkout. That's D V E R S E. And also our good friends at Discord Apparel. Uh, website is www.discord.com. Uh, that's where the two worlds collide music and Disney. So uh, they just sold, uh, had their pre sale for their Mr. Toad uh, Slayer shirt, which looked pretty awesome. And uh, we'll, we'll be having Matt on again real soon uh, to talk about the off market mouse coming to Ontario, California in September, the week after D23. And I forgot to tell this to Alex and Ryan, but we're also looking to team up with uh, Discord Apparel and our good friends at Walt's apartment for something special during D23 Expo. So more information on that very soon. So uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll be back with our Rescue Rangers uh, Super Show uh, coming up uh, in a couple weeks. So I guess until next time. May the force be with you. Till infinity and beyond. You're doing it, Peter. <laughs> Does that count as Peter Tingles? <laughs> Peter Tingles. <laughs> uh, Bang love, love hook. All right, guys. Talk to you later.